You're listening to Paint the Town Podcast with your hosts. LA Street Art Gallery resident artist, teacher, and founder of LA Street Art Gallery, James Chen of Paint the Town Podcast, episode 77. What's up, 77? Bro? Oh, did you see the number on my on the shirt? Oh, yeah. What a Check that man. out, man. Yeah, this just happens to be... Uh, you got that in there? Yeah, gr- I'm reading the back of the teacher's shirt. It's a Gorilla One uh, G1, and it has the back number seven on it. We're going to have to ask Eddie... What- well, that's for, the, that's for a seventh letter. I mean... Oh, yeah, duh, 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 of course. <laughs> But I mean, that's pretty uh, coincidental that I just that seventy uh, seventh episode, and I just happen to be wearing a shirt with the number seven on it. Yeah, man. Um, just letting you know, I do see uh, our guest inside the. Guerin, uh, um, Guerin swing is in. Nice. So should I just let him in, or what do you think? Um. Sure. Yeah. Let's go ahead and get started. All right. Sounds good. Gwern, I've known for uh, quite a few years, actually. Uh, there's the man. All right, let's see if he has this on audio. Can you hear us? <laughs> okay, you have to um, sign in using the audio. Uh, let's see. We're uh, working on getting Gwern signed in here. Uh, we can see him. Looks nice. And there he goes. There you go. Now you got it. Can you hear us? Yes, yes. excellent. Yes, we can hear you too. You look comfortable. You look very comfortable. Yeah, I'm, in, I'm in one of those uh, cloud sofas. Nice. <laughs> Are you at your studio? Are you at your house? Where are you coming to us from? Oh, sorry, I was falling asleep. No, I'm at, <laughs> <laughs> I'm at my girl's. Okay. Nice to meet you over uh, Zoom. Is this your first? Oh. Hey, all right. Look at that. He's got, uh, just for those of you who are listening, um, he was oh, showing. Uh, Rose, why would this be freezing? How could this possibly happen? I'm... That's okay. We can still hear you. It'll, uh, it'll jar out in just uh, a second. That, that's kind of normal. Well, not this long. But uh, anyway, for those of you who uh, can't see what he was showing us, uh, uh, one of the uh, military dog. Um, what was the name of that dog again? Um, uh, Conan. Conan the military dog. Um, I did a piece for, uh, for Guerin um, of the military dog on one of my dollar bills. And so that's what he has up on his wall. But uh, uh, Guerin, where are you? Uh, like, uh, where is your, is your lady's place? Is it in the, are you Palisades. like? Palisades. Okay. So that's maybe why. Yeah. Frozen. I don't even know what to do. Why, why? Can you help me? I don't even know. Oh, say what? <laughs> well, we can still hear you, so that's that's the good part about it. Um, but it's a palisade, so sometimes the the um, connection may be a little bit faulty, I guess. Yeah, it's anything could be could happen. But you know what? At least we can hear you. That's you know uh, what that's I'm, gonna a I'm, I'm gonna join in. I'm gonna join in a third computer just as a backup. Here we do this, babe. Cool. Here, just that way. It's, uh, <laughs> Technology. Yeah, you know just we'll just we'll just fight the problem with a new solution 
This is almost like when we did, uh, it was a couple of weeks ago, I went on uh, Guerin's uh, live, Monday Night Live. Um, from your Zoom. And, uh, oh, boy, that was a, oh, it was, it was good at some parts, but then other turns, it was a nightmare. It was like all oh, of a sudden Oh, my God, when froze. I did you, it was the, it was horrible. You, you the interview was fantastic. <laughs> that I, where I didn't realize where I was at, that if you actually stand and walk around, that, um, you know, the internet was popping in and off or on and off. And, and right. I mean, <laughs> yeah, so I'm, we're going to try to switch over to another computer, like as it maybe join a fourth person in, and then sure. maybe just kind of see what happens. Because literally, I mean, my mouse isn't even working. But at least huh. I'm here. So uh, your viewers can see your, your work and just <laughs> hear me. What a, a benefit for me. <laughs> what a coincidence. You moved it up and it got stuck there. It just looks like you're like talking off camera right now. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, this is all I want you to see is teachers work while we talk. I know. It's so crazy. Garrett, so, I'm, so, I'm James, by the way. Uh, nice hi, to James. Meet you. Pleasure to meet you. I, I was there watching your guys' interview last time, um, so uh, I have a few things, uh, you know, for reference of getting to know you, but uh, the, this is the first time I've actually met you over a Zoom thing, and it seems like it's your first Zoom, right? Unfortunately, no, because, I mean, I, I would rather, <laughs> yes, I've never, this is my first time using a computer, so this is, I'm really doing well. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> this should not be happening. <laughs> no, actually, since COVID, is the first time that I, this in the last obviously month and a half, um, uh, joined. Here, I'm gonna try to join in with this here. Okay. And maybe we can get like dual action screen going. Uh, uh, just double checking, it's Molly, right? I don't wanna let- Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe a rave uh, party person or something like that. Hmm. Okay, so in, try one more time, yeah, for some reason. It's connecting. Oh, there you go. There we go. Oh, there you go, okay. Hey, there you are. <laughs> so, so this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna I'm gonna remove the other one, and then we're back to back to normal. Yeah, that's fine. Cause I was like, I almost just gonna, cause I, I can't even X out. I mean, it's I mean, literally, I'm, I'm gonna like force. It just froze up. Oh, we gotta sign in with the uh, audio on this one. <laughs> there you go. He's connecting. And there you go. Got it. One screen listening to the other. That's the business. We're professionals here. Awesome. awesome. Way to take okay. care of the situation, man. Yeah. We, so, so why don't you guys tell me the format? You're looking at Basically, it right Basically, it's, uh, you know, we just um, kind of an interview type situation. And, uh, but, you know, we don't really ever have any kind of set uh, questions. There are usually a couple of general questions that we ask you or whatever, but um, just want to kind of get to know the people to know uh, who you are, um, you know, where you're from, kind of what, uh, how your mind works and everything. Um, so where are you from originally? Los Angeles. I'm born and raised here. Oh, me too. Oh, what so part damn of LA lucky, are you born man. I mean, are you uh, born in? I'm, I'm from LA too. I was born in Monterey Park. Okay, so. Yeah. Okay. It, what's, a, what's the shirt you're wearing? It's a Joey Diaz shirt, actually. It's, uh, it says, uh, <laughs> Joey Diaz says, if you're not high and by two in the afternoon, go fuck yourself. Awesome. <laughs> I'm a big uh, uh, Rogan fan and all the Def Squad podcasts, man. So, uh, Very good. 
Yeah, w- one of the things that me and Teach have in common is that we're both uh, big fans of those podcasts. And, you know, one of the things that why we started this podcast is because we're like, hey, you know, there's so much cool content in the street art community and so many cool characters. It's such a shame that all we have is each other's Instagram to get to know each other. Wouldn't it be cool right, to have right. a podcast? To, you know, some people, they're not 100% comfortable showing their face and we just have the audio. So it's really been nice yeah, yeah. to get to know some of the artists. Yeah. And, and it's funny too, because, um, well, from my perspective, you know, that's also part of the mystery and the sales of, sure. the, of it too. You know I mean? Uh, just on a side note, like I see a lot of these guys, you know, from wherever, and they're doing this whole like, bandana over the face thing way before covid and i'm like wait you guys aren't even street artists but you're selling like this street art look in work you know and which i do too you know because the whole concept uh, as far as i'm concerned is like street art evolves and then you evolve and as an artist you get recognized because of your street art and then soon people want to be able to see this in public spaces to, you know, to, you know, because it's become popular. Now you're showing your work in public spaces for people, you know, to see. And then you're, then you're masking yourself because now you're in the public eye. Well, now people are using this as a sales pitch as, hi, I've never actually gone out into the streets, but I do like this Alec Monopoly knockoff. And I'm from like Florida and I'm taking a picture of a Ferrari with a mask on because that's what Shiraz look like. <laughs> branding they go for the branding right right so so uh, you know i i do find it kind of comical to some degree and you know it's, i don't hate on it and it's like god bless you if you can go and if that's your your hook you know it's funny i'm a dj as well too so i mean the basis of this show basically is uh he's a street artist i'm a dj go you know a lot of times and we just tell stories of our career and there's actually a lot of djs that mask their uh appearance too you know what i mean and that's kind of like the sell too i always found that really interesting um because uh you know for me at least uh, the evolution of the face mask came when we we used to have desert parties and there's a bunch of dust and you need to cover your face in in the desert you you know you know a lot of times and it wasn't so much about the mysteriousness but i think that it's interesting nowadays a lot of djs they basically you don't you have no idea who they are they wear a maybe you know, they wear maybe some sort of gimmicky head, like Marshmallow or somebody like that, you know, and then, uh, and uh, that's their brand too. So it's just interesting. Yeah. I got a question for you, Gwern. Um, so you're from Los Angeles. Uh, where, uh, where did you go to high school? I went to schools in the Valley, San Fernando Valley. Um, I was born, I was born in Beverly Hills. I have like, I have like, to me, it's kind of funny because I'm like, well, I was born in Beverly Hills, you know, um, but then I moved to the Valley. So it's, it's, for me, the dynamic is like, you know, like the bragging rights are like, oh yeah, I, I, you know, I was born in the Milton Dollar Triangle. Then they're done that, I'm ready to move on to the Valley. But yeah, the, the Valley, well for me, it was really important because, you know, I, was talk, I actually was talking to someone about this the other day, and the truth is, for me, is I, I felt that, um, as you'd say, the guys from the other side of the tracks seemed to be uh, more real, you know, and, and uh, Absolutely. You know, a lot of my friends were kind of a little bit more posh and and they weren't as real. It's kind of like, and because of that, you know, even towards my art and the way that I think and and my friends, it's really important, you know, about being real and, you know, how you feel about things versus, you know, like, oh, well, that's not, you know, PC. 
you know, and, and what, I, what I really think I don't say because, you know, I'm trying to fit into the mold, you know, and I, so I think, I'm like people, you know, like this, you know, like sheep, you know, it's like, well, that's, you know, when I can't talk like well, that. By the time you were in, in high school, were you uh, involved in arts at all? Yes. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, so, so, so art was my, my, my jam since I was a, a little boy. Um, like I, I had, I was in fourth grade and went to a very a prestigious school. Um, it's called Buckley. Um, oh yes, I've heard of Buckley. So, so, uh, but, but I didn't do well there because of just being hyper, you know, and, uh, you know, and, you know, I didn't fit the mold for them. It, it, it wasn't, you know, I don't know, if, you know, what year that would be, but let's say it was in, you know, uh, whatever, 75, who knows, you know, I was in trouble and, and but I, I excelled at art. And, and so, uh, I, um, I guess I did some art and it was, a. um, I think what it's called. It's um, botanicals or flowers. What's fish? <laughs> it's a. It was a. It was a. Like I said, it's not a aquatic. aquatic. I'm trying to think uh, of the name for it. That's a good but question. It, it, it was a bunch of fish, you know, in, in the ocean, yeah. and it was like a clown fish and all these different fish and uh, parrotfish and you know, and, and it was just a, a seascape. But it, I don't know if that's seascape's above. I think. Aquatic. Yeah. So I mean, it was aquatic, and and so I did this this fish and and. Um, my parents got a call from the school and said, hey, your son's artwork's being sent to uh, the White House. And so I guess it was a display at the White House and they never saw it and I vaguely remember it and that was that. Um, and from there, I've always done art. I, you know, I think I was, I think if you guys ever seen that, uh, it, it's not like a meme, but it, it's kind of like that. It's a cartoon drawing of a kid and, and he's got a book out and he's like, fuck this, I'm gonna be an artist. You seen this? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's like my favorite like little cartoon sketch. It's like a kid. He's like looking. He's like, "Fuck this! I'm gonna be an artist." You know, like like I, I I didn't do well at reading or writing or anything I had to do with sitting still. So for me, you know, I was always drawing and 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 whatnot. And so so the arts I really excelled at. So by the time I was in high school, um, I was pretty much kicked out of every class. Um, you know, uh, for general ed, and I was just in art classes only. Um, and it was just really, really about just. And I wasn't, a, a, I didn't behave where I was like, you know, starting fires or doing anything, you know, like lashing out on the teachers, just, you know, I was just, it was, I really just really couldn't sit still. I wanted to, you know, wander around, go to the bathroom and, you know, daydream or whatnot. And so, I can relate. Yeah. So, so through that, um, you know, I dropped, I, I kind of dropped out of high school and started going to colleges. And back then, I mean, I'm 50. So, so back when I was in high school, you can go to different colleges and just sign up for classes. And so I went to like Pierce College, I took like airbrushing and uh, photo retouch. And so I just took like different classes, you know, after, you know, just to take classes. And then from there- So wait, you didn't, you didn't um, graduate high school or you didn't have a GED? No, no. So you just, and you were still able to go and, and apply to the colleges? Oh, it, it was crazy. You could go, like, so, so I went to, to Pierce College and I applied for all these classes and I went there. But see, at the time, I think you're allowed to go, if you got a, like a note from the school or, or something, you can go and take college classes without anything because oh. you're still in high school technically. Because you can't, you don't, you can't graduate high school if you're still in high school. So they, they right. can't ask for any of that stuff. But later, um, and then I went and took a, a, uh, a um, it was kind of like a career college kind of a thing. And it's for commercial art school. And so it was like graphic design. I want to be a graphic designer. And so 
I, I took the class there and I was almost complete with that. And just coincidentally, one night I was at a party and across, it was like a, a, apartments and a, a, across the way, there was um, these guys working and, and I think I went over to ask for some coffee, like, I don't even know, like sugar, like something, something I'd, I'd ask for something. I don't know why I was over there. And I was like, what are you guys doing? And I started asking questions because I could see they're doing something about art. And they um, were, uh, these two guys were doing, um, which I, I knew, it was, back then it's called paste and pinup. And that's how you did graphic design back in the day. There was no computers at this time. And so you'd actually like Rubber cut, cement. Out, cut out stuff and glue it on. And there was a stuff called Letra set. And you would like every, and you would blue line everything because it was not photo blue pencils and you would outline everything, you big boards. And then you yes. would, all the font, you pick out all these fonts. So you'd have like hundreds of kind of fonts and, but they were on these pages like this and it's called Letra set. And you would line them up on the line because you draw a line and you'd line up each letter and space it and you would rub and burnish each yes. letter on. And that's yes. how you make like all the fonts. Unless it was a custom font, then you would have to actually hand paint, draw, whatever it was for that custom logo font type thing. And yep. then so, so uh, and I and I studied all this in school. So I was like, oh, this is so cool. And they're like, so what do you do? I'm like, well, I, I you know, this is like what I want to do. And so they said, why don't you come over one time and you know bring your portfolio or something? And I brought my portfolio and they kind of started laughing and uh I, you know, of course I got insecure. And the reason why they're laughing, because I said, like, why are you guys laughing? And they said, we went to the same school you went to. And now, and this is a while back. They said, and now we're grad, we've graduated um, Pasadena College of Design. And why don't you come work for us? And you'll learn more working for us than you ever will in this school. Like, just, just draw by the school. Like, this school's not, because you already had, you know, the, the, your portfolio is your, um, your final more or less like when you leave this kind of school like your portfolio like that that is your like that's your there you sure. go your Makes sense. yeah and, and so that's Ready to go. yeah so i had that so i didn't need like a piece of paper that said i graduated or anything i mean i had my portfolio and i was off and then uh shortly after working for them i became a assistant art director for screamers magazine which they worked for and it was really cool and so we used to do all kinds of like shoe companies and all kinds of stuff on the Sunset Strip. It, it was a, it was a, like a Sunset Strip rag. So it had all the, like the concerts and, and stuff from like the whiskey and everything in, in Hollywood. And this was probably in 1986, maybe? Oh, oh my gosh, so it was pumping. Things were going yeah, off. Yeah, it was happening, yeah. I mean, like they had, I mean, yeah, like we were doing bands and band covers and, because you know, the bands Is would this come it? to you. The online version, Screamer Magazine? Just curious. Holy or shit. Oh my God, what, what, what is it? Yes, what, what is this? Oh my God, what, what is that last one right there? The last one, the far left. Holy shit. This one, point, yeah, take your mouse and move it over to the right. Over to the right. Right right there, the, the, one, the one magazine on the far left. Okay. Left, left. Oh, oh, that's like, We're going to zoom into it basically right here, this one. Yeah, I that was like the the last one I worked on. I swear to God, I, I mean, just <laughs> holy shit! There you go, technology bringing it back. Wow, you just like made my whole like millennial. This is so cool. <laughs> if, oh my god! The audience, if you want to check it out, what Garen's talking about, ScreamerMagazine.com. 
it's still up established 1987 man you have a really good memory because your date's right on point basically yeah, still, yeah it is totally still talking about uh you know bands it's still talking about hollywood it's still talking about skating it seems like you know that whole culture man um so go ahead garen <laughs> i mean you, you you had a hand in starting this it seems well, I know I, it was kind of ending it actually for me. Um, it, it was a New Year's edition that I worked on, and and the funny part about it is, um, I this, thank you so much. It, like I'm like this is all good because you know I, I mostly lie all the time, and it's the first time where my lies actually like panned out. <laughs> I love your career, man. I love that. You know, like what kind of artist you? I'm like, I'm a con artist. I'm like, that's the first <laughs> bullshit thing I've ever like panned together. Like, you know, the fact finding. So, so what happened was, is I was like 17 years old, and I know this because I came home, and because it was the New Year's edition, we had to work like through Christmas to get the New Year's. You know, for New Year's Day, it said Happy New Year on the um, back cover from everyone at Screamers Magazine. It was that Happy New Year's on it. And so we had to have it in by, I think it was like Christmas Eve was the deadline to have everything in. And like I said, back then it was, there was no computers and, and you would make these, each, each page was a very large board. And I remember being so proud of myself, but when I came home, I think I came home uh, extremely late from this deadline, my parents um, pretty much insinuated that I was out partying, doing drugs. And then I was like this loser. And which a lot of that is true, except for the part that, you know, it's like the boy who cried wolf. It's like, sure, you're working for a magazine. I'm like, okay, well, maybe I was on drugs, but this there's a good part about this stuff that it's true that I'm working for these magazine. Like, like, and my, you know, it's like, you know, it's like, kind of like my, the story of my life. Like, I just want to like accept it. I, I want to fit in. I, you know, I want to be an artist. And it was like, yeah, yeah, sure, you're working on this thing. I'm like, no, really, I am. You, you know, there's no proof. I mean, there's no cameras. There's no cell phones. There's no nothing to. They just had to take my word for it. Like, where have you been for the last two days? I'm like, I've been up. I stayed up for 24 hours. And I and and this is a funny thing, too, is that these guys would take, they were so funny because they're artists. They would take espresso coffee and put it in the coffee maker. Like they wouldn't make espresso. They'd go, and it was and it was the first guys I ever seen treat coffee like a bag of weed. They'd be like, <laughs> like smell this. I remember I was 17. I didn't drink coffee. I'm like, this is the good shit. And it'd be like, it'll say espresso. And they go, we don't drink coffee. We, we take espresso. And they put the espresso in the coffee machine and they just make a pot of it. So we literally stayed up for over 24 hours meeting this deadline. And, then, and that's like my first, um, I want to say, um, what's the right word? My, my first um, introduction to like real artists, like guys, it was like, we have a deadline on a professional level, you know, that we have a deadline that this is when it's due and we are going to stay up and do whatever it takes to do the job. And that seems totally normal to me. That was like, I fit in, like you're going to say for, and they didn't even say we're going to say for 24 hours. It was like, we're making coffee and it was two in the morning. I'm like, let's do it. Like, we're like, you know, I was just so pumped. I mean, these guys were like, it was like everything I've, been, you know, it's like, I've been training for this. I mean, literally, I literally was training in school. And so here I am doing this. And, and uh, my, my uh, title this is the issue this right, right here. This December issue right Excuse here. Me? I pulled it up. I put, I'm just pulling it's, it up. Uh, it's loading up right now. There you go. Okay. Yeah, I, that is it 110%. That is it right there on the right. <laughs> Hurricane, TSOL, the country club. I have that magazine though. I do have it in my portfolio. Awesome, awesome. Wow. I just wanted to pull it up for the YouTube audience. Uh, the the so, audio audience, if you're just... Uh, honestly, 
I, I didn't even think it, it, like, I mean, I, I knew it was real, but that one there, and if you open it up, it says, you know, assistant art director, which to me was like, at 17 years old, it's like, I'm an assistant art director for Screamers Magazine. Dude, that's awesome. That's, awesome. that's a good start, man. So, so yeah, that was a, it was really cool. And, and then from there, um, when I did come back home from the job, I pretty much got kicked out. Um, and there was some probably other reasons too. I've done a lot of self, uh, let's say, realization and some writing to find out, you know, because I always thought I was a victim my whole life. And probably that I didn't call to just let my parents know where I was, probably the first problem. Second problem was, you know, I was doing drugs and when a drug dealer came by and demanded money from my parents that I might've lost the drugs <laughs> somewhere. Yeah, well, you know, things like that happen happen. And, and so, you know, like the boy who cried wolf, you know, it's like, you know, oh, sure, you, you're like at the, you know, an art director and you're an artist, like, you know, like, and I'm like, no, oh. I knew I was talented, but, you know, I never really got the accolades. And, you know, my, my well, my family's are, are, is come, I come from a family of artists. My, my father is a designer. My mother is a designer. My grandmother was an interior designer. So I'm a third, I'm a third ah. designer. Um, mm. My, my uncle was a, a big uh, commercial artist. He, like he did the Pillsbury Doughboy, you know, animation and stuff like that. And I wanted wow. to be an animator originally, but we can move probably more forward. I mean, we're we're, we're talking like thirty. Just a second, uh, a little sidebar. He just uh, he just did like this and and uh, saw some amazing uh, tattoo work on the arm. You want to talk a, just a, a, a quick tattoo. little sidebar about the That's tattoo work again? Yeah, so I've 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 collected some tattoos around the world. A few. Wow, that that looks like a yakuza style tattoo. Uh, yeah, I got this in <laughs> Tokyo. It's super cool. Like wonderful. Oh my god, dude! Holy cow! All the way down to my tushy. I got my tushy <laughs> working right now. You've got the full yakuza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's oh funny, my dude. gosh! It, it's okay, that's when painful. When I was in, when I was in Tokyo, I wanted a certain like. You know, I took, you know, I got pictures and references and all my tattoos that I have, I've never asked anyone to do what I, except for like this one here and this one on my wrist, I kind of told them what I wanted. Other than that, I've just said, do whatever you guys want, because as an artist, I always kind of thought like, well, the ultimate thing as an artist is for someone to say, I want your work versus yes. going, because what I do for a living is I'm a, I consider myself a professional artist as a commercial artist. And, and so, you know, if you can, I mean, and, and, you know, I, I, I saw a lot of work and it's mostly um, commission work. And the way that I work is someone will say, hey, listen, there's this guy, teacher, this is his work. Can you knock it off for half the price? And I go, yeah, no problem. <laughs> I don't have a problem with that either. <laughs> Make the money, man. Yeah, so, 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 so. <laughs> I got a question for you. That tattoo, where did you say it was done? Uh, Tokyo. Oh my God! Did they did they use the? Uh, no, the, no, uh, no, no. It, 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 that's um. I can't even remember, but it's bamboo style. But no, I did not. Yeah. Okay, because dude, I've seen some gnarly videos with the the bamboo style. That's awesome. And that is like a whole nother level of pain. That I, 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 is. I don't, I don't know if the pain's different or more. I don't know if one's slower and one's harder or faster, but. I know, I, I assume that the one- It looks a lot less sterile with the bamboo. Yeah, it is kind of funny like that. No, I'm sure it's bad. I'm sure, you know, I'm not even, I, I don't even think about that, the sterile stuff of it all. I mean, they're very, I mean, every time they open up something new, it's in a package. I mean, everything they open is in a package. 
Um, right. Okay. Steroids. But holy cow, man, that's uh, that's some yeah, serious tattoo work. Okay, days. back to uh, back to the what's yeah. that? It was two two days, like one side each. Oh, I've, been, I've I've gone I've gone to Japan a few times. So like the first time I went, I got this done. Second, and, and then this. I fell asleep while this was happening. Oh, there you go. There it is. Oh. I, just I just pulled up the video of uh, the old school <laughs> way to, to do tattoos. Jesus Christ, if you're uh, watching the YouTube video, I mean, watching oh. the YouTube video on our YouTube oh. channel, it looks really fucking painful. <laughs> this is well, what you I'm know what the thing is, 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 is uh, I mean, what's crazy is that if you watch how they're doing it, how many times the, um, let's say the rhythm is, it's kind of like this. Yeah. Machines yeah. are just like, like, they're just going really fast. Well, yeah, it's like a sewing machine. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. So okay. We got it. Okay, James. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, the guy's head is about to start, actually. So, <laughs> but it's, it, 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 but you know, I learned a lot, a lot about breathing and stuff and whatnot. <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know he, he, it's just funny that you know just he, it you know you learn to breathe and can kind of get into a meditative state and since when did you get your first tattoo garen yeah oh uh, myself oh when yeah when did you uh... oh uh i don't know i mean 25 years ago so you know it is not like this like this kind of you see that yeah 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 yes you know because i'm left-handed i was like just, you know my, you know what happened my friends you know my my uh you know uh all my white collar, you know, Ivy League friends decided to make uh, tattoo guns. <laughs> you, you can imagine, imagine my friends are like, hey, dude, I know how to make a tattoo gun with a Walkman motor. I'm like, like, like in jail? Like, you know, because they're like, yeah. It's like, so you take a Walkman motor and, and, you know, for you kids, that's like an MP3 player type phone that actually has a motor in it that is bigger than you're, it's hard to explain. It's <laughs> archaic. Archaic it's so at this funny point, because stuff. That's so, you, you know, we're, we're at, we're <laughs> so oh, beyond the, uh, the, the Walkman. I mean, right now we're just clicking buttons. We're beyond the, hey, it's an iPod and you put your files on the iPod now and beyond the It's CD a link system. now. It's just a link. You know what I mean? You touch you're, a link. Talking, you're talking a mechanical machine that winds the analog tape that plays the sound off of frequency. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's so oh, crazy. Wow. Technology's evolved so much since then. But yeah, they, they can make uh, tattoo guns out of uh, that. that, that uh, well, you know, the new thing now is now they have electric ones. Well, no, sorry. Reverse that. They're obviously electric. They're that they're not. Um, what did I see the other day, he tattooed me with it's um, what you know, I gotta be honest, I don't know even know what what the motor was, but it was like it was silent. It, it what was it? What was well, I guess they have you know, I don't know what it is, but he had a new gun. I was like, and, and I at the time I was like, oh, is that like electric in a sense, but but it wasn't electric, it's was just. I don't know. They have a new gun now that, that are they're like, like a rotary gun, and, and kind of like a, they have these vibrating. With, yeah, it's like a rot. It's like one of those massage things, basically. Yeah, it was like yeah. a hair or something. Yeah, you know? yeah. I think that it's called like a a rotary or something like that too. Yeah, it's, it was new. It was pretty cool. It's like oh, that's different. You know, new technology. <laughs> All right. So back on to your uh, seventeen graphic design. How'd you get from graphic design to the next uh, phase? Okay, so, you so so then what happened was uh, 
now I kicked out of the house, but at the time that was, I really wasn't staying there much. I mean, it was, it was, you know, like my parents would say stuff to me like, um, this isn't a hotel, you know, and I'd be like, uh, okay. Yeah, it is. Well, I've heard that a lot before. Hell, <laughs> except you have like free food here. <laughs> you just come back to go to sleep. You never stay home at all, right? This is I don't know. I had like the beds made when I got here and it was clean sheets. And uh, they, this is better than a hotel. I mean, they don't do your laundry at the hotel. But anyways, so uh, I, I was, so when they're like, you gotta go, I was already kind of had one foot out the door. So, so, and I was spending a lot of time in Hollywood. I started going to clubs in Hollywood when I was like 15 years old. And so um, immediately from there, I'm running around Hollywood. And what I did at Hollywood is, I, I've always been kind of a hustler. And, and what I mean by that is, is that, I like to work and I, I figure out of ways to kind of keep myself busy. And so I started thinking, okay, I like going to nightclubs. I like, you know, this nightlife thing. And of course I want to be an artist. How does this all fit in? And so, at, you know, so this is kind of actually funny. If you think about it today, when you meet someone, you can just go like stalk them on social media and figure out who they are. And you can Pretty do much. what you want to be. I mean, you could be like an Instagram model and never even work a day in your life. You're like, you know, these girls are like, I'm an Instagram model. And you're like, it looks like you're taking pictures in your bathing suit. Like, you ever been paid? You know, like, I mean, it's just, you know, it's, it's whatever. I mean, yeah, I'm like, I'm a street artist. You're like, those are all computer graphic images you made up. Like, you, like you never even left your room. You know, I mean, I, you know, you know what I'm talking about. You can make like these rad, you know, like these very layered things that look like very intense. And I'm looking like, I, you know, I do stroll, you know, check out people. I'm like, oh my God, that is all done on the computer. You never even used, a, I mean, it's just, you know, you know what I'm saying? So anyways, yes. so back then, if you, whatever you did or whoever you were, that's what the people introduced you as. So my growing up in Hollywood in Los Angeles, everyone's like, oh, this is Garen the artist. Oh, this is Garen the artist. This is Garen the artist. So I got a job at this um, nightclubs. And so because I was going to nightclubs, you know, every night it's one of the nightclubs. I, I, they were, it was very themed orientated. So the way nightclubs were um, back in the day, um, they were kind of. Um, we're talking Sunset Strip nightclubs, right? In the 80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, like Boulevard. Metal bands, right? Well, no, I wasn't into, I wasn't into those kind of clubs. I was okay. more like, like, um, like clubs that like, like, for example, one was called World War Three. And it was okay. at a place on Hollywood and um, Hollywood and um, La Brea, let's say. I think it was La Brea. So Hollywood and La Brea on the corner there. And um, different nights would be different clubs. Mm -hmm. you know saying? So one night it might be lesbian night or, you know, gay and lesbian night. And then next night it might be like, you know, rock and roll night and then Saturday night. Yeah. You know, and you knew which night they, it was the night that you went, you know? Yep. And so this one was called World War Three, and the theme was world war three and so i we you know i talked to these owners and when i'm like you know and i was always selling like hey why don't i like decorate this place and whatnot you know and, and i wasn't really making any money but it's stuff i like to do so i'd go to the army surplus and i'd get like these giant bombs and netting and and then i'd find tires in the street and they'd kind of give me an allowance and i'd go out and just find all this stuff and decorate and um i was kind of my blood a little bit and then and then uh and then you know, through that, all of a sudden they'd be like, hey, listen, uh, Billy Idol is going to play um, next Wednesday. We need you to paint like a big backdrop for him. So I'd go and paint like this huge, like 
backdrop. Um, and then, then they're like, oh, hey, we're doing another club. It's an underground club and like, come on down. And so I would just get like big canvases. And I'd paint these abstract like guys, like, like there's little funny guys on canvases. And I'd hang the canvases like on the ceiling. So if there was like a, uh, uh, and it wasn't really an entry, but it, it was kind of like a hallway area. And maybe I'd like just put like a hanging painting that would kind of like maybe on a couple strings that kind of maybe move a little bit, you know, with air and just, you just, just, just stuff. Just nice. adding, you know, stuff nice. And just painting, I'd paint, you know, whatever I could. And, 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 and it was really cool back then. Cause especially with the, like the underground clubs and, uh, because they're underground, like you would paint kind of psychedelic stuff like on the walls and whatnot. I painted, it was a place called union on uh, Sunset Strip and I painted a big mural in the bathroom, you know, and there was a toilet and the, well, obviously there's a toilet bathroom, but like a tub, because it used to be apartments. So you'd find these places that used to be different things that now they're nightclubs. And now I would just paint just, you know, and, and back then it wasn't really about the money. I mean, it was always just about having the opportunity to do stuff and, you know, and they say like how much, you know, it wasn't money really at the time. It was really, I just wanted to get enough money to, to do what I wanted to do, you know, and food totally. and whatever you know, a sack of weed and some drugs and booze. And I mean, I'm like 18 years old running around having this a blast. Nice. Uh, so, so, you know, so I was working on all these nightclub things and, you know, and then you pass out flyers and get free drinks. So it's like, you know, it's kind of like you're, you're just involved. You know, it, it was definitely a whole thing, you know, being involved. And, um, and the truth is I thought that me, by me going around Hollywood and, telling everyone I was an artist, not, not like, as in like trying to sell people that I'm an artist, but just, I thought that being in Hollywood by meeting these people, this is, this is just a little thing on uh, my addiction realization of, of as when I got older, um, that I thought that if I was partying doing, you know, cocaine, cocaine and champagne, the Playboy mansion with rock stars and all these people that I'm going to meet the right people that are going to help launch my, you know, career in a sense. And it wasn't true because who wants to hire the guy that's so wasted, like dry humping the couch? You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, couch, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, like really, like no, like because business isn't really conducted. I mean, it, it's it's there's introductions and stuff, you know, at nightclubs and social events, but really, you know, it's I found out like the real business, the real stuff doesn't happen there. You know, that's, that's just, I mean, you know, you make an appointment and you meet someone maybe, you know, so I, I might meet someone socially, but I, I never, there was no follow through after like, Hey, let's go have lunch. It was like, I, you know, I, I was under the impression that things just happened. Got it. Absolutely. Although it did though. I mean, it, it did happen. I mean, I mean, you know, cut to, you know, uh, um, like 90s, you know, in the nineties, Guerin design or <laughs> swing yeah, design. So, well, what happened is, which is funny, like, have you guys seen LA Story? Uh, what, what's which one's that on Netflix? With uh, like, oh, yeah, 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 that, yeah, yeah, I saw, I saw the documentary, yeah, okay, so like that's like my story. And so, I lived with uh, Everlast and Danny Boy, it was Eric, and we all like lived in like in a one bedroom apartment, I mean, just short, briefly, but I, and, and I've known Danny since so I was like 15, and and uh. You know, growing up in Hollywood, I thought that we were like in a gang, more or less, like a, like a club, a clique. And so when when uh, actual and then I'm the truth is, and one day Danny came home and he's like, "Dude, we got signed." And, you know, Danny Bird, Danny Boy, Danny Boy O'Connor, or, or Danny oh, okay, okay, 
Donnie Danny O'Connor. Yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. And so he's like, hey, we got signed. And he's like, and, and uh, I knew uh, Muggs uh, from Cypress Hill signed. But to me, like, I, I, I didn't think that we were going to go anywhere. I, I wasn't, I wouldn't want, you know, I wasn't a rapper. It was kind of like I probably would have been the guy, like, jumping on the of pain. House yeah, of Pain is the uh, uh, basically Everlast Danny Boy, basically for for the people listening. I yeah, mean, you yeah. know, Jump Around, huge yeah. band in the late Dior 80s, early 90s. lived above us, and, and it was his parents' apartment building. Mm. So Dior lived above us in his apartment with parents, and we were, like, downstairs, like, in a, I mean, pretty much a one-bedroom, like, you know, and I think I slept on the sofa or wherever I passed out. And so, so, uh, um, I was like, no, 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 I'm starting a faux finish business. And so uh, to kind of re backtrack a little bit. So I went to college. I want to be, you know, for, for graphic design. Um, I'm kind of jumping back and forth. That's back fine. We, like, we love that. So <laughs> I, I want to be, uh, you know, I was going to clubs, doing all these things. I was living underneath Herbert Studio. You know, Herb Ritz is, is a, a famous photographer. Yep. And uh, I mean, it was, I mean, you know, I'm like, you know, I'm 18 years old and like, Tina Turner's like walking downstairs with, I mean, all kinds of like the most famous iconic people. And, you know, I'm 18 with, you know, and just like, ah, like in the, you know, in the, you know, in the stairway, just kind of seeing them like, they don't really care much about them. Like, Hey, you want to see my paintings? So, you know, like, but I wasn't trying to sell. <laughs> it wasn't like selling paintings. It was so off my, the grid is just more like, Hey, you guys want to come in here and have drinks? Cause the way it was set up this, at this, where I live, this studio is also like an underground club on certain nights. And like Bono from U2 would come, Christian Asoy, the skater would come, um, John Lennon's son would come. Uh, I think his name was Julian Lennon. I mean, yeah, all, these Julian. Guys, all these guys would come there and party and I would paint paintings and then they would paint paintings. And I had this kind of shtick where I'd kind of have this easel set up for people that come in and I would take um, paint and then, you know, like I let the guy like maybe paint the girl's breasts. And they'd like press the canvas on the breasts, and, like all these kind of fun things we would do. And then I'd, <laughs> I'd say, "Well, I take tips," and they'd pay me because you know, they, of course, they wanted the, the painting in the end because you know the, you're with the girlfriend, and they want to take it home. And so, nice. Um, so then from there, I uh, met a girl, and I split like to Santa Monica. And when I was there, there I ended up going to back, like I'm going back to college, you know. And so I went uh, to Santa Monica College, and it's funny, um, Frank, to. to uh, tell you because you asked about uh having a ged i just walked on to santa monica college and in the same day i got a credit card and i was a full-time student <laughs> with like no with no ged no questions asked i mean you have for I double walking, debt right there <laughs> i remember walking across the lawn i was walking okay so back then you know there was no computers you guys you know so like when you like would would uh, choose your classes, it was like Screamers Magazine. It was like a magazine. You like go down this list, you're like, ooh, gardening. Oh, architecture. You know, it's like alphabetical. You know, like, oh, yeah, I'll take that. And so I, I, I just was walking, never been on, a, like, on the canvas before. And as I'm walking to go like find registration, some late, some couple, you know, college girls were like, hey, excuse me, are you a full time student here? And then, of course, there was a big banner on the table that said like Visa. And I was like, uh, why what's up like we're giving free visa cards if you're a full-time student i'm like yes i am i was like i was like jay from silent bob you know like you know like, or, you know, like sure me i was like i was like screw what's Boogie up 80s you know like over here like like you know i got a sack of weed and i'm a yeah i'm graduated high school 
oh, you idiot doesn't go to school, you know, what's your girl's name? You know, and then all of a sudden I'm like walking away. And I think right then and there, they gave you a credit card. Like right then and there. It was like old, some old, old, because when you like, you go like this with a credit card. You go, yeah, yeah. Yeah, to have the, the, the machine. I actually used to know the guy that made that machine. Yeah, the carbon oh. copy. Uh, yeah. You know, had to press it. I'm, I'm not as young as I look. I, I still remember those days. <laughs> All I know is if you went to Mexico, you can last a week there before the credit card would catch up with you. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things remembered. <laughs> well, I went to Europe. I went to Europe. I, I went, you know, I went to Mexico, and I'd be like, you know, like totally broke dick. And I'd be like, I got my credit card. And they'd be like, shh, shh. Be, okay, be I'm like, going to jump hey, in here for a second. So you've, um, you've done some, uh, some graffiti or some street art at some point. When did that happen? <laughs> okay so okay so if, if so my first okay well it's been like non-stop and i've always had fun doing it so i would say um prior to all this if we go back to skating so for me and okay so skating was a huge skating and serving was was huge for me growing up and um, if you kind of understand the history of, of skateboarding, um, in the San Fernando Valley, there was a drought and they asked a lot of people to um, empty their pools or, or they weren't allowed to fill them up. There was some rule or whatever it was and there was empty pools everywhere. And so during this time, kids would just be like hopping fences everywhere looking for pools to skate. And as you're doing this, you would soon find homes or places that had pools that were abandoned. Mm. You know what I mean? Like either a home or maybe a house caught on fire or some, some shenanigans. And then we start spray painting. We start spray painting in, in these pools. And, and, and uh, you, know, I, you know, I'd make a skull or whatever and, and, and just kind of doing that kind of, kind of, you know, graffiti, as you'd say. You know, I didn't really look at it. As, I guess, you know, it was graffiti. It's just, you know, we're just painting, you know, where we skated. And then... Well. And then depends on how technical you get. Well, I was doing the best I could, you know, and, and uh, trust me, everyone's like, you know, I'm sure you, you, know, you could probably relate. Everyone's like, hey, well, as to whether it's called graffiti or street art or what exactly it's called is what yeah, I mean. Back then, back then I, I think it, like, I, well, it, it's funny. I mean, if, if you want to know, like, when I first started doing like graffiti, sixth grade, 100%. So here, I'll go. Oh, okay. Okay, so here's the breakdown. And I should have brought a picture because I wanted to show it to risk. In sixth grade, I got bust. So I went from like this little, you know, Beverly Hills white kid. And then I got kicked out of that school in fourth grade. Fifth grade, I went to school called Lawrence 2000 in the Valley. Lasted there a year. And then my parents were like, we're done. You're going to public school. And I went to Sherman Oaks Elementary. And uh, we're in okay. sixth grade. And we got bust. And we got much to like an all black school and, 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 uh, and it was literally out of a movie. So we get out of, the, out of this bus and, you know, where every school I went to, I was in this little short bus and <laughs> <laughs> and when I take my helmet off, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> is that even a thing anymore i really don't know if that's no people don't understand okay, it anymore. so basically just real quick for the young people even when i went to school man like 
before for the challenge kids, they used to, Chris Rock had the best joke, man. They used to, you, you know, let the kids on in a separate bus. Basically, it was smaller. You, you know, I mean, for, for, for us, it was all the hard of hearing kids, basically. Yeah. And, uh, you, you know, they put them on a separate bus. They let them school into school late. And they let them out of school early just so they wouldn't uh, disrupt anything. That's, the, that's what we're referencing right now. But anyway, and, and the smaller bus things like the short bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, one of the jokes we would always say is, uh, you know, he, he came up on the short bus, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Implying. But uh, anyways, yeah, that was a different time. But <laughs> I was extra. So yeah. that's, that's for your millennials. I was extra. So there you go. That my, my 15-year-old time. There you go. There's a relation. There you go. Now you guys can understand. I'm joking, saying I was extra. So, so uh, we were bus, but back then, you know, this, the whole sixth grade was bus. I mean, man, I don't think any kids stayed back. And it was right out of a movie. It was like West Side Story. I mean, we get off this bus, and we're like the all these little white kids, and then there was there was a few Hispanic kids, and there, I don't remember any black kids in my school. Not that that's a thing. Well, okay, for just to understand where my head was at at sixth grade. My father's interior designer, and everyone I knew does interior design. Just look at it as like hairdressers. They're mostly um, gay. I'm just it is what it is. You know, most most interior designers that work for my dad, they're all gay, and 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 so, you know, my dad didn't watch uh, sports. He didn't watch fighting. I had no concept of boxing. So, my I never. I mean, Rocky. I remember when Rocky came out, but that's the first movie I saw that had to do with fist fighting. And so I know, actually, I knew, actually, because I've said this, I've quoted this before, because I've told the story. This is part of my, my story of my, I, I speak a lot. And, uh, and uh, part of my story is that, you know, I, I came off this bus and I, I didn't know if this can do damage, you know. And so we got off the bus and, of course, we're like, hey, guys, like, let's play kickball with you. And, uh, um, and so, hey, real quick, are we on a time limit or what, how is this? No. No, oh, yeah, cool. If it is, yeah. I, I, know, I know how to like time everything right because yeah. I do. No, I have. Not at all. We had a, we had a, we had a European oh, guest. Like, What's his so, name? Five minutes left. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm only in, I'm only in 1982. What? <laughs> <laughs> Back to the story. Back to the story. So, so we get off the bus and we, we want to play kickball. We're like, because it's like a free day. It's like the free day because it's the first day there. And these kids come right, right up to us, like literally at like West Side Story. And they're like, no, you guys play over there. And we're like, no, no, no. You guys don't seem to understand. This is our school now, too. We're all going to play together. Let's play, uh, you know, kickball. And they're like, no, you guys play on the other side of the field. And this one kid, he was Hispanic. I'll never forget. He stepped forward and said, oh, no, um, something or other. Like, this is like our school, too. But it's because we want to play kickball. And this one black kid just decked him in the face. And I remember just, and all the kids scattered and ran. And it, after that, you know, like you, you, you learn quick. It's like, you know, it's like probably like someone going to jail that's never been to jail. It's like, you learn real quick. Like you like keep your eyes to the ground, you know, and you learn how to fight. You learn how to like, and uh, like bag on people. Like, you know, you guys know like bagging on you, you know what I'm talking about? Like, you know, like yeah, explain you know, it right quick. Explain it. Yeah, I mean, you know, so, so you'd be like roasting each other, like constantly, like, "Yo, what's up, man?" Like, "Oh, like, like, you know, like, where you get those shoes?" Because like, you'd be wearing like fake K-Swiss. You're like, "Where are you getting?" They call them bubble gums. You're like, "Where are you wearing those bubble gums?" Like, you know, and your mama jokes, and you start like getting your feelings hurt really 
fast. And these kids, <laughs> these kids would just annihilate you. I mean, just like, yo, you know, like, I mean, just everything and everything. I mean, you, you, you had to toughen up quick or you learned how to defend yourself or bag on that bag back. And so it was kind of like one of those things where it's like, you know, it's like beat them or join them. And I'm telling you, if I could have like had a jerry curl or some way of like getting my hair curled, I would have done it. Soon I'm wearing like pumas. I'm wearing like suede pumas. I've got like a toothbrush in my pocket and I'm like cleaning my pumas. I'm like, I'm acting as if whatever they're doing, I'm doing, you know, I mean, I mean, I would have had a, a, a comb with like a, you know, this on it if I could, like in my hair. <laughs> what up, motherfucker? You know, and, and, you know, like, and soon my name became G-Rock. I'm like part of like rolling 40s Hoover Crips. My best friend's name is Wizard. Yeah. Like, imagine when I go to, like, my white Jewish mom in Encino, as these kids took the bus, like, somehow they got to Pamarana City, and then took the bus from there, and then they came to my, my parents' house, and I'm like, Mom, this is, this is my friend Wizard, and it's like, and then, like, little, little G or something. I was like, you know, they're like, oh, my God. It was a, and they had Jerry Coles and everything back then. And my parents, oh, Earl. It was Earl and Wizard. And Earl was, like, this little kid that ran so fast. You know, I was so impressed how fast he could run. This little kid could run so, he's a fast kid in school. His name was Earl. And he had a Jericho and everything. And, and everything would always be so greasy. All the shirts would be, I'm like, it was just back in the Jericho days. I mean, I probably went to school with like Snoop Dogg. I mean, Jesus this is the, Christ. This is the time when NWA like. was popping, definitely. No, 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 no. no or earlier no. than that. This no. is the, uh, it was early. No, this is earlier than this, that. This had to have been. Well, this is sixth grade for you, basically. So, uh, 80 or something. Yeah. You know, so, so what happened was that it's, it, it was happening. Breakdancing came in, graffiti came in. So, you kind of like, you know, and, and I'm, I'm not like necessarily like jumping on, you know, the, the, what's great. Well, it's very current. So, you, you had to kind of like, where'd you fit in? So, we start, you know, I started breakdancing. You know the, the way we four pillars dressing. of hip hop basically. Yeah, you know, like, uh, a graffiti yeah. artist. You are either a DJ, you are either an MC, or you're a dancer. Basically, right. so so I was good at dancing. I mean, I I always you know my parents. You know, I'm from Beverly Hills. My parents put me in cotillion. You know, I knew I knew foxtrot. <laughs> you know, and all kinds of stuff like that. Damn. The kids don't know cotillion <laughs> is this thing. I, I actually knew some friends that went to it too. They used to teach you manners in a specific class they would send all the kids to like a class and they you know you learn how to dance with each other right and then uh yeah. you, you know do the waltz like and a, learn how to use like a, pencils. Cup, a cup of like red punch like a sugar cookie on a plate and they have like forks and stuff and then maybe some jello and you'd be like and you'd be like ooh, mm, this is delicious and you're like yeah and then like and then your fork is on your left and you're like Hmm. It's a class where you learn how to be white, dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, this is where this is where, you, where it's like white privilege, like you know, class. And so, you know, and then and then you then you would like stand up and you'd like tap a girl on the shoulder and say, well, "May I have this dance?" And then you like, and this is like at some country club, you know, in Belly Hills. And then like we're like dancing, like you know, with my hands around some girl's waist, I'm dancing you know, doing like this fox trot or the, you know, something. I'm like, it was awesome. It was awesome. 
I was actually always jealous of the kids that got to go to all the cotillions because they got to dance with the girls. You, you, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it was super good. I mean, I, I mean, I'll never, I'll never forget going behind it once, and I made out with this girl, and it was so cool because we made out like the movies. So we, we, we like had it kind of planned out. We went behind the building, and we both like went to each other, and and it was we both went like this. <laughs> <laughs> Hold that pose. <laughs> we didn't know that. Pull back, like, please. Pull back. It was a simpler time, for sure. <laughs> we, there was no tongue kissing. We didn't even know what it was. We just did, did with it. We just emulated the movies. So we just both had our mouths open, like. <laughs> you know, kids these days have it so easy, man. They can just, they just Google it, man. They can just pull oh, up you know, orgies, no, right? Like the, first time I, the first time I got naked with a girl, I was so scared that, it, that like, I didn't know how, what even was going to happen. But I was also, like, in sixth grade. I was like, get up. This girl had, like, a huge bush. Like, a, it, was like it was like a monster. <laughs> and she wanted to lay on top of me and kiss me. I was like, don't. I, I didn't know how it worked. I didn't know it would be, like, like, a Venus flytrap or what. I didn't know how it worked. I didn't know if it just... If it just like my seeds like pollinate in the air, like it was like coronavirus. Like, you know, it's like, oh, you got corona. <laughs> I, lost my seeds. I lost my seeds. It was like, like I didn't know how it worked. It's like, there's like, uh uh, my mom warned me, like, absolutely not. <laughs> like, you don't know shit when you're in sixth grade. And without the internet today, like, yeah, oh man, kids got I mean, good grief. We were so. I mean, it's like good and bad. I mean, because you, I mean, kids today, they're like, yeah. Oh, Fisting, they're all. Yeah, no, I've already no. You, can, you don't even want to know the conversations I've already had with with my son and daughter, and it it already happened like when they were eight. It was oh, yeah. uh, it's, that's it's a whole another. That's a whole another podcast. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so what happened is I so so, and this is so crazy, because this just dawned on me. I'm a recovering drug addict. I have 22 years sober. Okay. And by the way, I'm drinking a non-alcoholic beer for someone that's over here going, hey, the song drinking a beer. You know, I'm, I, you know I, I'm one of those guys that I, I, can, ha I can handle my, you know. Um, You're non alcoholics Alcoholic beverage. You know, I had a, last week I had a, I made myself a strawberry daiquiri with no um, alcohols. Nice. I think smoothies now. Um, anyways, so, so anyways, I, uh, uh, my, my first writing name was Fix, F-I-X-X. -X. And I've got to find this because it was an F, and then the I was a needle jammed in the ground, like down, and then the, the, the syringe, like needle part was like bent, and then there, was like, then there was like this fluid coming out of it, and then the X's were two X's, and then there were buildings. Like I did my first like piece, you know, like it was like, wow. Oh, I got, I got it perfectly pictured. Wow. And the buildings were all kind of crooked. Cause you know, it's like an X, you know, like however. And then the, they were kind of like crooked, like, like this, like, so it looked like four, um, you know, like, uh, uh, I don't know, twin towers kind of a thing, but they were like, kind of like, you know, abstract. And, and I did this in sixth grade and, you know, with windows and this whole thing, I fixed big and, and, wow. and so I had this fascination, I guess, with drugs. And to tell you the truth, I didn't even know what heroin was. If you said heroin, I'd be like, I don't know what heroin is. I just know that like a needle and this is bad and this is evil. And like, like you know, it's like, ugh, you know what I mean? 
And, and, and so I don't think I, I really wanted to be a drug addict or anything. And, I, and by the way, I wasn't like, a, I mean, even though I was a drug addict, I didn't have like this horse after school special life, you know, you know, you know. Yeah. Remember, I am from Berlin. A little bit later. <laughs> yeah, that could be, we can talk about it later, but I mean, the, the you know. The, 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 well, no, so, I mean, the, the drug addiction came a little bit later than sixth grade, right? Yeah, yeah, like more like junior high. <laughs> so what was the first time you tried any sort of substances? Uh, you... uh, seventh grade. Okay, were you like drinking? Or... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, you know what it is? I mean, you go, well, well here, I'll, I'll explain this because this is, it, it is kind of funny. So what happened was, is there were kids like, like they weren't, no one's really doing graffiti, like big, you know, I didn't know anyone doing pieces, like, you know, like out in the yard, I mean, sixth grade, I didn't know anyone like out in the yard, but we were, you know, shortly after, because like sixth, seventh grade, no, I'm sorry, seventh, eighth grade, it, it was, that's when it was on with the skating. So going back in sixth grade, I was writing fix, and these graffiti style bubble, like not bubble, like they, they were like these, like I gotta find it. It's so cool. Cause I was talking to someone about it yesterday and I forgot that was like my first little like writing name. And uh, so from there, I think it was break dancing and it was all happening right there. It's, it's great for me. So then by the time seventh grade came out, there was like beastie boys and then things are kind of popping off and it might've been eighth grade, but right around that, that genre. Um, mm -hmm. and, and so for me, uh, graffiti was more about like this kind of skate thing, you know, skulls and, and whatnot. But I think that's what, what graffiti kind of was back then. I mean, you talk to guys from Venice and whatnot. And it's my grandma had a place in Venice uh, on uh, Washington and like ocean, you know, oh, wow. and, and that's, like, right on the beach, like right on. I mean, it was the view of the ocean is right, you know, right at the Venice pier. And I would, you know, spend summers there and, and, and whatnot. And, and I just, you know, back then it's like, you know, we were like latchkey kids, you know, you just kind of like, you know, it was like be home before dark, you know? And so oh my I, God, just, yeah. I just cruise Venice, you know, and I would, you know, and, and like that, my little character that I have, that's, uh, yeah, I know you might know, film with, it's like a little green alien guy. He's like giving the finger, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, let me pull it up one second, um, but go ahead, yeah. Well, I must've been probably around the same age um, that we're kind of discussing, you know, like kind of like, a, you know, sixth, seventh grade. And they had this sticker at a yeah that right there. They had a sticker like that at a <laughs> skate And so at the skate shop, they they had this uh, stickers, and I thought they were so cool because you know I mean this is I don't know like in the eight, early I mean eighty or something, and to see right. this, to see this is like such like, and you can buy the sticker like where would you see a sticker with a guy like this? You know what I mean? And so I thought that was so like punk rock. And so I forgot that sticker and I probably, you know, I kept it and whatnot. I couldn't stick on anything. My parents would see it, you know, that's, it just wasn't okay. And so I saw like, you know, this later kind of graffiti style. I can't really, I don't really remember seeing like a lot of graffiti out, but I knew it was there. You know what I mean? Cause there was, I don't know how I knew, I, I guess, I don't know. I guess you'd go to, you'd see it out around, you know, like, I guess at, like through the skating, kind of a lifestyle that, you know, that, that, you know, that, that we lived. And then from there, um, you know, I, I was painting everything. So like my, my friends would pull up, like, you know, they have that $500 car, you know, like maybe like a Dodge Dart or some type of like beater car. And of course you'd be like, Garen, dude, you got to paint my car, you know, and we were servers and we'd be, you know, we'd paint the whole side of it. It'd be like, you know, I think we, we were in the surf, I was on a surf team of my high school, and, but we also had a club called the Hollies. 
you know, and that's, that means like white guys, pretty much uh, <laughs> white guys, like in Hawaiian, like, you know, Howley. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so we're the Howleys and, 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 uh, uh, and we paint the side of it, you know, I paint like, a, you know, I mean, that was the thing too. You'd always like paint, like, I don't know if you were like painting the wave, you know, like we'd do these waves and it was like a very, very similar wave. And then it was like the, the surfer S that you would make, like in school, you'd like make the three lines on top and three lines at the bottom and then you make a bottom and a top and it makes an S. It's weird because that became the Stussy S like later on when, uh, it, you, you know, I guess it was. Stussy. Yeah, it yeah. predated uh, uh, Stussy though. It was called the Surfer yeah. S, huh? Interesting. Yeah, it's always been like the Surfer S to me. I mean, it's always like this, like the Surfer S, like, you know, you would kind of draw it in school, you know? Like the kids yep. were in, the kids, like some kids were in like stray cats and they just practice drawing like the stray cat guy all day. Like a lot of the Latino kids would be like, we're kind of like stray cat guys. And they'd, I don't know. I, don't know. Like, I drew waves and muscle men is all average in, in army stuff. Like, you know, yeah. airplanes and bombs and yeah. stuff Airplane like that. And cars and weird like tank things. I was gonna share there you the, go. The, yeah. The, you, you know, it's interesting because I, I saw oh, this. Uh, this is so good. Look at the one right where you're right, right there, right where your cursor is. It says Stussy S. Yeah. And I love it. Like how it's drawn. Like it looks like, like someone with like a lazy eye drew it. It's so cute. <laughs> well, this is the drawception. That was probably like the first sketch of it or something like that. No, it's interesting because uh, it became known as the Stussy S because when I was a kid, I mean, uh, growing up in the 80s, I mean, you know, Stussy was like a really popular street brand, a skate brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, everybody just called it the Stussy S. But, like, I actually saw this article a little bit on the origin of it. And it had nothing oh, to do please. with, it had nothing to do with uh, Stussy, actually. No, it, was, like I said, it, was, no. it was before Stussy came. And you guys were calling it the Surfer S, which I find it's super cool. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it was, something, it was something really easy to draw that I don't even know. It just it was just something, like... Cause it was, it was a very pattern pattern. It was like a, like, you just kind of drew these three lines here and the three lines there. And then you connected the bottom, you connect the top and you know, from the right to the bottom. And it was just this kind of, you know, cause technically if you look at it, it's kind of like an eight. Yeah. yeah. You know, absolutely. But, uh, or infinity symbol. If you turn it to the side, yes. Yeah. Different <laughs> variations, different variations of it too, right here too. It, it's funny because it's like, uh, you know, you know, you wonder if this is like some sort of weird genetic leftover that everybody's just drawn this S naturally, man. Like, who taught you how to draw? This? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's oh, oh, that... right there. oh, shit. It, it, there's the way to draw it. It, it actually shows. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right there. Right there. Wikipedia. It's called the cool S <laughs> on Wikipedia. See, it says the, the uh, Super S, Deucey S. Superman S, Pointy S, Slayer S, <laughs> Graffiti S, and the S Factor. Interesting. You, you know what I mean? So uh, uh, the origin, let's read here, 1890, it appeared in Mechanical Graphics. Uh, so I, I guess that's the earliest setting, the more you know. <laughs> Interesting. That, that is, that's, pr that's pr it's pretty, it's pretty funny because Stussy was not around when I was on this, for sure. Yeah, definitely. And I'm not taking any credit for it. I mean, what I'm was that uh, earlier you were, you were asking me to remind you about, James? That oh, you, know, uh, you know what? It's funny because you guys are talking about surf culture, right? And, uh, uh, you know, surfers are known um, to use the word dude quite a bit, right? You know, and I grew up, right? right? We, we all use the word dude a lot, you know, and it's a California thing uh, to use the word dude. But I actually learned recently 
that the origin oh, of wait, the wait, 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 wait. Do you know the origin of it, uh, Gwern? Dude? From a ranch. Oh, no, ranch? No, no, actually, it, it, so the origin, the origin of the word dude actually is from, uh, um, is from like Yankee Doodle times when they said somebody was a Yankee Doodle. So short for dude, basically. Y you oh. know what I mean? Dude is short for doodle. <laughs> so a that, dude, that one's for Snyder, too. His little guy is called doodle as well, man. Well, yeah. So then basically back in the day, a dude was like a New Yorker or a New Englander that has come down south. That was a dude. <laughs> That's where that came from. Well, the worst is I'm from the Valley. So my actual real language is like Valley Girl. <laughs> I used to say like. Like, really? I, like. I mean, it's for example, literally? No, literally. It was like, oh my God, no way. Like, 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 and then I kind of stuttered a little bit. I'd be like, 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 oh my God. Like, I mean, that's how I talked. Like, growing up, it's like, oh my God. So, did the other day, I mean, I like, I mean, I went to the street and then, like, I went over and, and I like, and, and then every, I mean, now I just say, I say, I changed the word like with fuck. And now I'm just, <laughs> that's like, I just changed the word well, that's, like. That, that's how fuck. you get Joey Diaz. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it used to be and like everything. Like, oh my God, like, I went down the street and I'm like, oh my God, this fucking, like, I mean, it's like, but now it's fuck. I just, just exchanged that and, whatever <laughs> oh my god no way radical so you know i got a question for you yeah. where did um so i've i've uh, i remember when i first met you um close to about almost 10 years ago it's about eight or nine years ago yeah. through um it was actually through eddie donaldson as yes. a matter of fact yes um gorilla one that is yeah. uh is yeah he used to have a, a gallery down on melrose and um actually that was the shirt when you when i when we were injured check this out uh Burn. Oh, I was going to wear that tomorrow. Yes. Yeah. Um, and uh, in the back there. But um, <clears throat> yeah, so that's, that's actually how I met you was through Eddie. And um, I just, what I remembered you from originally was the, uh, the Ganesh uh, yes. symbol I remember that, that, lot, that you were uh, putting up. And um, I just remember thinking, wow, man, that is, uh, I love, I love that, that image, the vibe and everything. And, and I remember meeting you along that, Way back when. Okay, well, I'll tell you then, the origin of that. Yeah, there we go. For those of you who are just listening, uh, James just pulled up one of uh, Guerin's pieces that uh, has some pattern work with some crosses as well as the, the Ganeshes. So go ahead, uh, Guerin. Okay, real quick. And I know you always say this there's no W in my name, it's like guarantee. <laughs> Garen. Garen. Right. I would there say, you go. Trust me, it's okay. That's part of my whole entire life drama is that it, no one's ever said my name right. It's like the most fucked up name. Oh, I'm actually not pronouncing the W. That's, it just sounds like I am, but I'm not. It could be your that, accent. It's that, it's that Florida it's accent. accent. Garen. Yeah. Garen. 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 Guarantee. It's like guarantee. It's like Yanni and Lonnie or Yanni and what is it? Dude, Laurel. Just join the club and say, dude, oh, so dude, where, where, so what inspired you? Like, no, okay, so the Ganesh. Okay, so back, so here, so back to what we were talking about earlier. I was doing nightclubs. So I've done all these nightclubs. 
and I had all this fun time doing nightclubs and, and, but it wasn't the kind of, they weren't real like job jobs. Oh, uh, I need to plug. And so they, they were more like, um, hold on a second, I'm plugging this in real quick. They, they were more like, um, oh shoot. I love when you plug in your, your computer, but the, it, the computer's not plugged in. <laughs> you about to run out of power? Yeah, I'm gonna hold on. <laughs> no worries, dude. So, so, um, so what, what is, um, oh, get it focused. So what happened is I um, was doing these nightclubs, but they weren't really paying jobs and, and I wanted to be an artist. So if I want to be an artist, um, my father being a designer said to me, Hey, look it, you're never going to be like, don't, don't be an artist. And I, I have, that's a whole nother conversation, like daddy issues. Like, why would you say that to someone? But I, I get it. You know, like, you know, be a lawyer. Like, why? Trust me, I'm Asian. I know about yourself. that. <laughs> you're yourself when you go to jail because you're going to be a loser. You're like, what? No, anyways. So, so, uh, he said, look, there's a really uh, lucrative business right now um, and no one's doing it. It's called, uh, you know, faux finishing, decorative painting. It wasn't even, I don't know if it was even a name for it back then. And this is going back to, uh, I don't know, like, almost like about 20 years ago. It was like, you know, 90 something, you know, early 90, very early 90s. And, and uh, so, so I, I started getting into this. I started like learning about it. And it's almost like, like, uh, what they do in the movie business, like sets and stuff, like painting marble and, and, and you know, and decorative, just decorative stuff. And, and so with this being said, I want, that's when, so when House of Pain uh, was signed and they're going to go on tour, I said, well, I'm, I'm, I'm starting this full finish business. And, uh, you know, and, and it's funny, you know, Danny said like any monkey can sponge, you know, like, like, you know, I'm like, no, man, like, I'm going to start this business. And so, so, so I, I did. And, and with that, I started, you know, with the nightclubs and restaurants that I started doing, yeah. So, so back then, that's what it was like, you know, 30 years ago doing it. It was called, you know, glazing, sponging. You know, this is your, this is your basic full finishing 101. And, um, you know, and, and, but at the time, you know, like, I mean, I, I mean, it's, it's so cheesy today, and I'll, I'll get into that. But at the time, <laughs> these guys that, that, that he was showing me, uh, their work they're from from europe and they were doing these monochromatic murals with um that were just like of these like landscapes of of um uh just like it looked like rome maybe uh, ruined roman cities okay. you know but uh actually just go to my website you see like some better stuff I'm like don't show that for work you know like <laughs> i'm like what are you doing but that's the reason why i changed it so, you, so but just hold that thought and think of the, what you just showed because what happened was at the time it was very lucrative it was a huge no one was doing it and i thought it was so cool and so i started doing these nightclubs so if i go back to uh, 1995 around that time maybe uh is when i did this club in Hollywood called the Opium Den. It was on Ivar. And, uh, <laughs> nice and, and, and uh, so the whole theme, because most of the things I did were very theme orientated, was this kind of like Opium Den idea. So uh, uh, I went uh, like this kind of like, it was supposed to look like, it's, I wanted to look like a ruins. Like I didn't really know, it wasn't supposed to be a certain place. And I probably didn't know my history so much of what I was doing, but it was very like, um, I want to say like, I don't know, like Middle East or something, you know, it's supposed to be this opium and, you know, like, 
you know, kind of a vibe. And, and so I did this whole place just with stenciling and, and, and make it look like an old ruin. So you look like you're kind of like walking on the set of like Raiders of the Lost Ark or something, you know, like, sure. you know, and, and cool. looking this kind of cool like spot. And the Ganesh, I, I went and I did made that Ganesh then. Oh. Which is funny, I had to Eddie the other day and Eddie goes, no man, that, that Ganesh did like in, you know, uh, you know, like what you said, like uh, whatever it was, uh, you know, 2011 or 12 or whatever. And he said, he goes, yeah, when you did, when you did that Ganesh, I was like, no, I did that Ganesh like in, eight, in like 95. He's like, what? I'm like, oh yeah, that stencil, I cut, I cut that stencil in, in like, let's just say 95, that's, you know, 95. So I was doing stencils back, back then. And um, so, so uh, you know, and, and around that, prior to that, for graffiti, there's a, a crew called CBS, and there's a guy named Skate, and he died. He, he was hit by a train. Yeah. But I, I would do pieces with him at like more like these nightclub ish things. They do like a nightclub. Well, you talk about Stussy. There was a, a, a clothing company called Fresh Jive, and uh, mm -hmm. everyone's there. Yeah. I mean, if I had, I mean, I can show you pictures of guys that from Venice to LA, like LA Originals before even house of pain from like 1990 yes yeah, from 1990 i can show you pictures of, uh, just from 1990 when we were kids and these are like famous from mike messick's uh, block from venice uh you know um, estevan oreo all these guys are like and we're kids like ah i get parties wow. so that's easily 30 years ago you know so so when, when i say like that's like my, my story yeah i wasn't uh kidding like when I say like that, that's like my story. So, you know, and, and so we'd all get like, you know, clothing and we, they do these nightclubs and, um, you know, and, and it was a very hip, a very hip and happening, um, you know, scene back then. Cause there was like nightclubs and it was, it was all kind of, I mean, back then everything was like, was like completely like, you know, just what I say, like it, it was all one. I mean, cause you had like, like the music, the underground. And, yeah, the music, the clothing, the, you know, everything was just there. I mean, because you had Mike Mesca, the DJ, you know, you had, you, you had graffiti artists, you had like hip hop dancers, like everyone was just enmeshed and everyone kind of did their thing. And no one was like, like I, if they were, if there was money involved and people doing things, I had no idea about it. I mean, I talked to some people that are like, I was talking to my buddy the other day, Country Davis, and, and he, and, and this employee of mine had like a Tupac like t-shirt on. You know, and and, and uh, he's like, yo, you like T, yo, Tupac? He's like, yo, Garrett used to hang out with Tupac all the time. I'm like, no, I fucking didn't. He's like, yeah, you did, remember? And I'm like, I didn't know I hung out with Tupac. I mean, everyone was there at the clubs. I mean, so, you know, I wouldn't say Tupac was my friend, but we were all, we were, it was all like, we were all, like, it was happening times, you know, and, and it wasn't like, like you'd, you'd be hanging out with people and you just, like, well, if you're, it's like you're, you're there. You don't, you're not, you don't really think about it. You know what I mean? It's not like, because it's new and it's fresh and it's not, it's not what you were, they weren't, it's like your, it's your friend who, who like you grew up with. You only think of them as like someone else, you know what I mean? Or, or iconic, especially when the That's album's crazy. just, you know. It's happened. crazy for you because especially nowadays, the throwback right now of the 90s, I mean, you know, the LA Originals, one documentary that you're just talking about, guys like Estevan, guys like, you know, Cartoon, I mean, uh, for you, it, it's like, hey, you grew up around these guys. You're hanging around these guys. Guys like talk. 
you know, all these different DJs, man. These are legendary times, man. And it's awesome that you're basically able to uh, live that experience. Uh, Good for- grief, dude. We've already gone way over an hour. Holy shit, man. Right here. So, so, so we're going dude, to we've got to have, this is what I was telling you, James. We've got to have this guy on more than just once. I mean, he's, there's, we haven't even tipped the iceberg of the stories that, that, uh, oh, yeah, that he has. Art well, here, like, so I'll tell you some, like, like, street art, like, original street art stuff that I used to do. I was living on Melrose in um, 1990, around the same time, and I would go, and there was, there was I'm sure you guys all know who she is, is iconic, her name's uh, Angeline. Oh, yes, the, uh, the hot lady, the, the, in the pink with the, well, with the Corvette. She was 30 years younger than she is today, so she was probably 50. Still hot as, as could be, though, at that age. I know she was. So she, they, her, so she, she was, okay, so, so do you talk about LA history? She was the original Kardashian as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Because back then she was famous for nothing. Yeah. She's a socialite basically. Just her body. No, 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 nothing. She had a pink thing about this. This is prior to social media, prior to computers weren't even invented. And if they were there, it was Pong. And the only thing that had to do with computers was a movie where it's like, would you like to play a game? You know, it's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So they, there would be these ads of her like laying. Yep. Is this the same lady? <laughs> so there would be these ads of her, her laying, you know, on this giant billboard and say, Angeline, <laughs> for nothing, like for what? Yep. Oh, oh, yeah. for booking information. Like, like her husband's bought a bunch of ads for her. Like, for what? You know, come to my bar mitzvah? Like, for I what? Seeing, I remember seeing this building. Is this what we're talking about right here? I would grab all these paints, all these quarts of paints. Yeah. There you go. So I, I would, well, these are more current, but if you look at the one right she's there. still going at it, by the way. Look at her now. She's like, <laughs> she's like a thousand. <laughs> oh, they're here. Take her, no, your cursor to the right. Okay. To your right, right. Uh, where, where did they go? It, it's it's one. It's a one with the billboard. Right, bro, two over. Right there. It's a middle. Right up. Oh, right up. here, right here, right here. Okay, yeah, that's it. So there'd be billboards like that all over, like by Melrose and whatnot. Yeah, I, I remember go, those. And I would go and get a bunch of quarts of paint, and I would climb up there, and I just whoosh whoosh and that was like my little thing like i used to get these quarts of paint and it was just like to me like color splash or whatever you'd call it i just take the cord and just whack and i take another color and just whack and then it just just whoosh right on it you know Uh, so now we know where risk got that from ah i don't know but you know i mean the funny thing is i don't think risk even knows what i do and we work together all the time doing funny stuff but i don't think sometimes i think people don't even know what i do you know, I'm like, you know, I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> I that's a that we can talk about that. I mean, if you want to be on our time, we can talk about all this stuff. Because the reality is, I I I just do whatever. Like that's kind of the artist that I am. Like, oh, you want a huge statue? You want a painting? I mean, I'm just doing anything and everything. But for actual graffiti art and 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 and, and actual street art, I love like installations, like you know, poppy fun things. You know, I I I did like. You know, my name, I, my graffiti name was Ego, E-G-O. 
And that was more like back then in high school, that was more like just just writing your name on every like RTD bus. You could get, you know, any like bus benches, buses, you'd be on the bus and you'd be like, you know, writing your name. On every, every. <laughs> that, that really, I mean, that was graffiti, more like vandalism, just like fucking writing your name on shit because everyone was doing it in a, in a way where, but it, to me, you know, like when I would actually draw like my, my tag name, which was like Fix at the time, you know, Ego really, I never got into that, like making like, you know, but I used to take like, you know, design pens. Oh yeah. Like I think they're called designer pens or I think they're called architectural pens. I, I, I think that's what they're called, but, 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 but you can, you could do, do these drawings and then you can add color and they look really cool because it was kind of like paint in a way because you can do like, like you can layer over the, with these pens, mm -hmm. design pens, and you can add different colors in, in there. And so I used to do a lot of graffiti, like drawing about that. But, and then with the spray can, it was like kind of whatever. And then uh, I used to do like pieces of whatever people wanted, but, but uh, I wasn't like going around like town, you know, doing big pieces like that. Um, I, when I started getting back, so when I, when, when I met you, um, so then, you know, then I have like this career doing art. Okay. So, so pretty much I started doing nightclubs, restaurants, and I built this business. I ended up uh, doing a, having a very successful business, um, doing like every hotel, restaurant, nightclub, celebrities. I mean, every, you name this, the rock and roll celebrity, I was doing their house and, and then, and I was doing all this decorative painting, designing, and if they wanted a painting, I was just doing anything and everything I could do just to sell art. And, you know, you know, I, I, I kind of like would describe myself as I'll do anything more than one color. <laughs> no. No, well, I mean, it's, it's kind of crazy because I'm just taking a look at your website portfolio and, you know, you've done a lot of corporate stuff too, like yeah. the Hilton and Long Beach. Throw it up there for a second, James. Yeah, I'm going to throw it up to here. Um, and you know what? It's kind of cool because I can see your uh, graffiti style, like, influence, man, because you, the lines uh, just in the background of this, like, uh, right behind the, the... Yeah, so I did that sculpture and then the hanging sculpture to the right, that big silver thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a, a sculpture, hanging sculpture in the lobby of the Long Beach Hilton. Um, I also did the uh, L.A. Hilton. I have a painting in there, like a sculptural painting. That's a Westlake uh, Hotel, but low that. I designed everything, designed the furniture. Um, you know, uh, uh, if you kind of go down, there's like Hyde, Vegas. There's my surfboards done. Those are my tile line. Um, I did the Roosevelt Hotel. Um, oh, nice, nice. Like One of my favorites. Those are in the uh, permanent collection um, and uh, the Sway in Santa Monica. There's a, a bunch of art in there. Um, and then we, you know, and so what I've done is I've created a company that what's called FF&A. It's called, it's, it's, so that's furniture, fixtures, and, and, uh, and uh, equipment. We don't do the equipment part, but so, so pretty much when you go to Vegas and you see that giant Buddha or that cool looking thing, that's like, that's so cool looking. That's what we do now. And so- sure. So how did you go from, um, you know, doing nightclubs and you, you were mentioning that, you know, it's not a lot of, uh, it wasn't a lot of for money, basically. Like, how did you make that leap into, like, be, doing professional, like, uh, uh, interior design work? Yeah, because at some point it's like, yeah, you know what? Uh, Garen, come on over here and, and, you know, do a little something in our place, you know, and it's like, okay, well... At some point, you got to tr start charging money because then people just start yeah. fucking taking advantage of you. Right. right. So, so what happened is, that I, I was doing this work, not know. I didn't know. I mean, I knew what I was doing, but I didn't 
understand how much I was learning and, and, and the value to, to what I knew. And so what happens when my dad said, hey, you know, you think, because, you know, I, I had this huge art studio. So if you, <laughs> well, no, it was prior to that even. I, I, I was pretty much wanting to be an artist. You know, I'm always like painting these paintings and like, you know, and, I, and I'm like dressing the part, like I'm an artist. I have like paint on my hair and whatever, and, you know, or some five Mohawks I'm dressing in drag. I mean, trust me, I live the, the, the artist lifestyle. I mean, literally, if you saw me in drag wearing high heels, it wasn't a far fetch from like, I'm like, you know, eccentric. Um, um, so, so my dad's like, hey, listen, he's like, you know, I explained it. He, want, he said, you, should, you know, travel these faux Finnish guys. But at the time, like I said, these were high-end guys from Italy that were being flown in to do high-end homes. You know, like, you know, not, you know, not like, like Steven Spielberg's home. Like, not, not like, not the, the sponging that, you know, the picture you sent. But that was very similar, though. It was, that was very in. And so what happened is uh, my dad, I said, great, hire me. This is fantastic. I'd love to do this for a living. Sure, it's like art, like on walls, like this creative, like, you know, stuff. And he's like, oh, no, I'm not going to hire you. Go out and get your own jobs and then come back with a portfolio. And then so I went back again to Hollywood and I had to put a portfolio together. Like that, I, yeah. I, but it helped me stay focused. I, 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 I then understood like, okay, I got to get focused here on what this career is. Well, yeah, I guess after, after the, <clears throat> what he had seen from you growing up and everything, I can understand why he would want you to at least show a little bit more effort before uh, bringing you on. Oh I, my that's God. understandable. You don't even know the shit show stuff I did even after I was professional and crazy. I mean, we'd be, I mean, besides, having girls over people's homes, swimming in pools, eating their food, stealing their cocaine. Like you're letting like hellions in your home and then going, okay, have a good time. We'll be back like in a week. We're going to our house in Italy. I'm like, we'll be here. Don't worry. And it'd be, it'd be done when they get back. But thank God, they, like things have changed. Cause they, had, they didn't have cameras back then. You know, I'd be sleeping in their bed. I'd come back and there'd be one of my guys would be in their shower. I'd be like, what are you doing? It was, you know, we're in our twenties. You know, I have this like, I have like a, you know, like, I pretty much have like a million dollar art company working in celebrity homes with like, and I'm 20 something, you know, with all my friends that are like, like that are just, it was, it was insane. You know, I had guys working with me that had their whole face tattooed prior to the, even being cool. Like Hawaiian, his name was Johnny Hawaiian. His whole face was tattooed kind of like, um, it, it was like, um, um, Polynesian style, but yeah. just wild. And he's from New York. It's like, hey, my name's Johnny Hawaiian, man. And he's just fucking crazy. And this is in 1994, and no one had their whole face tattooed like this. Yikes. Yeah, I mean, and this is the kind of, and this I, I grew up to like Miss Goldstein's house in Encino. So basically, you know, after oh, wow. that first job of the, uh, um, of the uh, uh you after you built your portfolio it, it kind of was a little bit easier from there okay or, oh, yeah. well okay so the i mean it's fine i was talking about the other day like uh, it was the 90 uh, i don't know it was 94 95 earthquake in northridge mm -hmm. 94 so yeah so so uh you know i started working like crazy so you know every every client my dad ever had to every person that owned a home you know, and especially if you're talking about, you know, Calabasas, you know, Hidden Hills, all, you know, mm -hmm. this is where the Kardashians live today and everyone else and their mother is, you know, like 
I mean, it was just, I mean, Easy E lived in Calabasas. You know, I mentioned WA earlier. You know, Easy E lived in Calabasas, and I was doing every gated community that had a crack in it. So you had some homes just, I mean, it was lots of work. A lot of work. I mean, literally, I was at a multi million dollar business, you know. It, you know, that was some good advice on the faux finish from uh, your pops. Yeah, then, no, right? My dad hooked me up. No, I mean, it, it, it was really good. And, and so, so through that, I started doing that. And, and like I said, it, I mean, it become a multi million dollar business, you know, later. And, and I have like 45 employees. I'm being flown around the world. I'm doing every hotel, you know, like W Hotel. I mean, you name the, I have probably over, I mean, I don't even know. I mean, over I've probably been in commercial jobs. I've probably been at, I travel a lot to different hotels, like the ones that you've been talking about. So every nightclub restaurant uh, in Los Angeles that's, you know, somewhat, you know, happening, I've, I've done it. I've worked, for, I mean, it's, I've, I've done it. And, and then through that, I'd, I would be able to do art and, I, and it was very, you know, very happy doing this. And, and, but, you know, I remember seeing your show, you had a, an, an amazing show at Lab Art. Um, what year was that in? Uh, it might have been I guess it was a 12, 30, maybe 14, maybe 2014, maybe. That sounds about right, right. In lab art for the, um, that used to be one of the uh, top street art galleries in town. Um, Iskander Lemsefer, uh, I'm probably not pronouncing that correctly, but was uh, running it. Kender. And uh, <clears throat> they, did, they did well for a while. Yeah, it was um, the biggest street art gallery in Los Angeles. And I think even the world. For like the the side, I think that's where they had. Well, yeah, that, technically that, yes, because yeah. of the square footage and everything. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. he took very very much advantage of that. It was a play on words. Yes, the biggest street art gallery in the world. You're like, oh, you must be huge. I'm like, no, no, it's it's, it's on a football field. It's it's yeah, it's, it's just it's just big. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you had a great show there. I remember Thank seeing some of your pieces there. It was um, that was controversial. You know, He's, he, he said that he said he's never had more emails or nasty phone calls um, in his entire career. But he said, but then again, he's never had so many phone calls and emails in his entire career, or you know, from any area. So you know, it's like good news. Good news travels fast. Drive bad news travels faster. You know, don't Absolutely. go. Don't that guy's show. It, he had you know, cuss words and cunt and weird stuff on the walls. But they're like, who is it? Garen, yeah, remember Garen Swing, you know. Mm -hmm. This is the uh, yeah, this is the uh, yep, ad for 2016 February 24th. Well, you know, you know, it's funny because I was uh, just talking to Eddie the other day, and and it just just for you other artists that are, you know tune into this, you know, I, I'm completely insecure, and then completely, uh, what is it, you know the opposite of that, you know, it's like I'm having a fist fight myself constantly. I'm like you suck. I hope no one finds out. And you're like what I invented paint. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's like you know, there's this like thing going on going on constantly in my head, and it's really very difficult because sometimes you know, like you know, literally, I'm like, oh my god, I I, I hope that guy remembers me, and, and 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 I hope I'll be invited to that show. And then the other side, I'm like, we did the permanent. Um, European edition at LACMA, my company. You know, so it's like, wait, we did LACMA, like the Europe. The this is no, this is good. This is good for artists to hear because yeah, the permanent European edition. We did, we did, did that for them. I mean, so as my company, and then so as an artist, you know, I've had you know shows. I've you know I've done street art in Japan. You know, you know, in different places I've gone. You know, like big little pieces and stuff. 
you know, I'm pretty proud of that kind of stuff. And, but what happened was, you know, I got to give credit to, to Eddie, you know, hundred percent. I got to give credit to Eddie because, you know, he busts my balls about not giving me credit, but the truth is I always give credit credits due. And I had an, I'll tell you how, how the street art came back for me. Here I am like, you know, I, oh, by the way, I've always done art. So it's not like I'm only a street artist. I've, you know, I consider myself and, and, you know, a well-rounded artist, I guess. You're a renaissance man of art. Yeah. I'm like, you know, I'm like, you know, but I just don't want to be a jack of all trades, master of none. So I'm trying to stay in my lane a little bit, you know, but, yeah. but so, so, so what happened was, is, uh, I had an employee that wanted to do stenciling and, and, uh, he, he's in, so I said, okay, great. And I kind of explained what he's doing. He wanted to do this Indian with like, you know, the headdress on. And uh, he came in one day and he goes, Hey, I've spent up, I spent all night working on this stencil. I want to show it to you. And I looked down, I go, okay, that's really, that's really intense. I mean, you can see he cut the whole thing out. I go, so, um, so you want to do like the silhouette thing? He's like, what do you mean? I go, well, you cut out a, a positive. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, it needs to be a negative. Otherwise when you spray paint it, all you're going to see is the outline of what, like you cut out what you want to see. You know what I'm talking about, correct? Yes, absolutely. So when you do yeah, yeah, yeah. a pencil, you cut out the negative. So that way when you paint it, it's positively beautiful. So he didn't reverse. And I was like, oh my God, dude, you spend so much time. I mean, it was, it was so like intense. When this guy, like, it was like this big. It was like this Indian with a headdress and like everything was so detailed cut out. The guy's like tweaking or something. And, but it was a positive. I was like, Oh buddy, I'm so sorry. I go, do me a favor. We'll, we'll take this and we'll like outline it. And then you can recut it out as a negative, but come, come tonight. And I'll show you how to do it. And, and, uh, and I was busy at the time. And like I said, a lot of employees. And so I said, come after work and I'll show you. And he didn't show up, but I pulled out all my stuff and I was prepared for him to come. And I pulled out the Ganesh. I was like, oh, this fucker, he didn't show up. So, so, of course, I was like, hmm. So I walked down the street that night, and I saw an electrical box, and there I am, like, Psh. and this is like 2012, because Instagram first came out. Now, to give credit or credit's due, Instagram changed my life. I want to make a t-shirt that said that. Instagram changed my life. You know, you should do that, because I, anyone can do whatever I say, because if I don't do it, then have at it. Or if I've done it, you can do it, too. Because I, I always say, just go and do it. You know, it's like Nike. So Instagram changed my life because what it was is it opened my eyes to all these people and, and, and you know, I would see out and, you know, at galleries and I could see more galleries and more shows. Be like, everyone was posting like where you can go and see stuff. So I was like, oh my God, there's a show here. And like, oh, this guy's doing this. This is my friend here. And you could really like, really like get in tune real quick with your friends and, 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 you know, genres and groups that you hang out with. I mean, Jesus, if you're into whatever and you start getting linked into like, you know, now I didn't understand the time, but you can just hashtag, you know, whatever, black latex and you'll be in a, you know, BDSM show tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, you so, might come in a world that uh, you never knew you enjoyed, you know? Yeah, I mean? you know. <laughs> <laughs> I get down to get out of it without a key. So, so what happened was, is um, I, I, I went and I, I sprayed my Ganesh on, on a, an electrical pole and I took a picture of my little Instagram, you know? And Eddie hit me up immediately. He goes, dude, what are you doing? I go, nothing. He goes, he goes come tonight to Melrose. And I'm like, okay. And he goes, and bring your, your stencil too. There it is. Yeah. So he said, bring your stencil too. And so I went and um, I brought it. And this was awesome because, 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 uh, 
I, I brought that and um, I did it on the street on Melrose itself. And then, you know, there's there a show going on and they had food trucks. And it was really happening at the time. And, and so yep. the food oh. trucks and shows are going on and everyone, everyone's there and who's who and people are like doing pieces in the alley. And, was, and so I just did it right there around on Melrose. And next second I look up, it was like, it was like my little finance of fame. I mean, there's people taking pictures. Oh, and yeah. I mean, people are taking pictures, and it's like hashtag, and it's like Melrose. And, and my, this picture you're showing right here, it wasn't this one, but at that time, because I know this goes back. It, oh, yeah, 2012. It went viral. I mean, mm. viral. I could see people hashtagging like Ganesh and, and street art, and I'd find it. I'd be like, oh, my God, look, I found my art. It was so cool. And I thought it was the coolest thing ever. And Eddie's like, dude, that was so cool. And he's like, we're going to do a show in a week or two. Can you have some stuff together? I'm like, sure. I'll do a whole thing on this. Of course, you know, like real quick, I just like put stuff together. I sold a bunch of that. Yeah. And if you look at guys that are there, I mean, there's Gregory Skiff is there. Yeah. You have um, there's Gregory Skiff. There's um, um, Slick. I mean, that guy in the bottom there, isn't that a famous guy that's a singer? Um, uh, um, Brendan, Brendan Foyle? Is that no, that's, that? um, what's his, that? Oh my God, there's Mirror One in the, in the red scarf. That's Mirror One. The, oh yeah, it's Mirror. Um, yeah, I mean, wow. there's David, there's David Flores here. Free yeah. Humanities in here. Oh, yeah. Accent, uh, OG Slick, basically. Yeah, uh, OG Slick, yeah. You know, they're, they're all in this picture, man. This is, uh, I have short hair in the back. I'm right, I'm in the way class. That's so funny. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's awesome. There you are. Hey, so you, you, can I ask you, you stopped a little bit earlier. You're talking about how sometimes, me and Teach been going back and forth about this a lot, how sometimes as artists we get down on ourselves, you, you know, a lot of times, right? And sometimes it's like, oh, crazy. You'll feel like, oh, man, I, you know, I hope, you know, somebody notices my work. And you, you mentioned, I thought it's so funny earlier. You said the next moment you think, I, I invented paint. <laughs> you, you know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. I'm just, can you go back to a little bit talking about, about okay, that. So, so, so what's so funny is, you know, so, okay, so, so I, I've made this, I've made a, uh, I've, I shut my full finish business down last year and um, I had a very successful run. I probably, I mean, not to brag, but the, the truth, I mean, I turned down quarter million dollar jobs, you know, I'm like, no, I know. And I mean, and, and people, you know, most people are like, wait, you did what? I'm like, yeah, it's like a $475,000 job. I said, I said no to, and like, what do you mean? I'm like, I just, because it's a time suck, you know what I mean? And, and, and as an artist, I, 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 I kind of came to terms like, you know, like not necessarily like what's gonna be my legacy, but like, you know, like, like it, it, I know I'm talented and I, and I know that I, 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 I wanna like, what, what am I gonna leave? You know, like, what am I gonna leave her with? You know, I don't think I'm going through a midlife crisis, but at the same time, I think like, hey, you know what? Like, like I wanna be happy, you know? And, and, and happiness is, is, is really something that is very, and especially during this COVID thing, I mean, you really start to stop and think like, hey, guess what? You know, I'm really glad you got to, you know, whatever these toys and these things. But like, what now what? You know what I mean? Like, what do you really get? What are you left with? What are you going to have? I mean, if you don't have a job, like what, what can you think? And as an artist, this is the best thing that's ever happened. I mean, I've just been like, you know, it's like, you know, you've seen that meme where it's like artist in quarantine. And then it says, or it says artist before quarantine, artist during quarantine, artist during uh I don't know, something else, and then artist after, it's the same picture every time. <laughs> I'll text it to you. It's funny. It's more or less, you know, nothing has really changed for me except the fact that it's like I've been just just in the, like the thick of it because the phone's not ringing. 
because I'm not being bothered with it. Like, hey, would you like come look at my house right now? You know, like it's a uh, there it is. Oh yeah, on the right there. Yeah, that's <laughs> the exactly social distancing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You pull it up right nice. here. Yeah. Anyways. Um, yeah. So, so you're saying that your, you know, your phone's not, not as many people are hitting you up to, uh, to do their house. I mean, it's probably because people are apprehensive about, uh, you know, the whole COVID situation, right? Yeah. And well, I, I one, but the thing is, I don't think it's so much that I think it's just money. I think they're like, Oh, like, like, you know, you know, everybody's you know, in save and, mode right now. Yeah. Everyone's like, well, I just, just in case, not me. I'm like, I want to pay it now. I got it. Like, I don't want to like, I'd rather be like, no, I don't want to be like, oh, I saved all my money and then I spent it by accident. Someone's going to ask for that money later. But, but whatever, it's not about the money for me. And that's, that's the real truth of this. It wasn't about the money. Because if it was, I'd, I'd stick to what I was doing, just making money. And for me, was, you know, I, I'm doing art and, and, and whatnot. And so what happened was is um, a couple of things. You talk, you're talking about insecurity. So I want to stay, stay sure. focused. Uh, yeah, I've always been like very insecure. Like, you know, because... It, it's, I mean, just, I, I don't really know why, you know, I, I know with it, though. it's just one of those things like, you know, like, you know, I, I think that, you know, like, why am I doing this? I mean, especially when talking about street art. So, cause it does, it, it, it does kind of where I'm going with this. It, it, it's something's happened recently, which is really funny. So I've been doing this, this Ganesh guy and, and, it, and, and it's funny because I say this Ganesh guy, because, everyone kind of has like this shtick or this thing or this that they're known for like oh that's a such and such piece or oh that's that's so-and-so style or their little emblem and as a professional artist you should have something that's recognizable so they know it's you me you would you can go into a restaurant and I, you can look at five different paintings five different wall treatments and the chandelier and the, the i did it all everything and the furniture and they're like what i'm like yep and it's all different you wouldn't even know you know and that's my job <laughs> You know, I mean, I've worked in the movie industry, and, you know, I, I just finished doing a, um, I used to finish art directing uh, Mickey Avalon's music video. But see, I took that on, because that, that was like, to me, like, oh, I like that kind of stuff. I, I'm being able to pick and choose a little bit what I, what I nice. do. But what happened was, is I, I kind of gave up on my Ganesh guy. I was like, you know what, this Ganesh is like, you know, like, I gotta come up, and that's when I started doing the little uh, alien guy a little bit more. Like, mm -hmm. I gotta, it's a little bit like fun, and like a little different, like, like this whole like Ganesh guy, like like no no one likes him. And then what happened was is is uh and I've sold a bunch of them. It's not that people don't like him. I just I don't know. I just try to do other things and just you know just create different you know and and you know and I'm so crazy about thinking, which is funny because like I don't realize that I am I was like with everyone that started. Let's just like the big boys. Like I play with the big boys, and sure. I don't consider yeah. myself with the big boys. You know what I mean? I, like, I don't th think I hang out with the big boys. I don't think I hang out with anyone that's famous. I'm like, oh, like, you know, like, whatever. And I, so I don't think, it, I don't consider myself on, on that page either. I'm kind of like the guy like, oh, no, I'm like the famous friends, like, like, painter buddy that does favors. Like, I don't know, like, I'm like insecure, right? So what <laughs> happens is all of a sudden, I realize that, like, I have, like, paintings in people's homes and whatnot that are famous that you know they're paying like really nice money for this kind of stuff and then i started thinking to myself you know i want to continue doing more art just period just art i get rid of my other business i don't want to be doing decorative painting because i wasn't doing by the way i wasn't doing sponging that 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 stopped the sponging stuff stopped like jesus 30 like 30 years ago like when i started sure. i mean I, I mean it was i mean 
it was my company was called Faux Finishes. And I changed it to Garen Design because Faux Finishes became a bad word. You know, because mm. I said, oh, I've come called Faux Finishes. They go, oh, like sponging? I'm like, no, I don't do any sponging. We do <laughs> and he's like, brick. And we, 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 like, I do movie sets. You know, like, I'm, I'm, I work for Warner Brothers. Like, what? Like, I don't, you know, I, you know, you know, I, I, I did Stone, I did a, the, all, I did all the clouds for Stone Temple Pilots video. Uh, 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 Sour Girl. If you put a put in Sour Girl, and, and it says you, I realize you, you're pretty sad with the computer. Put in Sour Girl, uh, and it's STP, and it's uh, with all the. I did four thousand square feet of clouds. So like show you some like my my like clouds were huge back in the day. I was like the cloud guy. So I, so I would paint clouds like all day long, like on people's homes, ceilings, like you know, like some you see like at Caesar's Palace. Yeah, yeah, like a, like a, you know, when you look up and it looks like the blue sky, basically. Yeah, I was like the cloud guy. So I just do clouds all the time. But back to being insecure, you know, I, I used to get like, you know, yeah, so if you, if you move forward and uh, at the time, which is kind of, influenced, yeah, all those clouds, I pan painted. And then I think they did wow. like CGI on top or something weird, but all those clouds, you know, and I painted the grass greener. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Hollywood. It wasn't green enough. You know what, I think, I think what it maybe comes down to when we have our insecurities, um, I was just thinking about this. You remember um, Desire of Obtain Cherish? Yes, uh, yes. The artist, uh, well, he I used to go as uh, Desire Obtain Cherish Destroy, and he just shortened it. But I think that that's maybe kind of what we do with our, um, with our little successes that we have every now and then, you know, we do something that's, that's good. We know how, oh, wow, that's really good. You know, we desire that, you know, and then one, then we've obtained it. Right. Then we cherish that feeling and everything. And at some point you cherish it so much that you just, you destroy it. Yeah. And then you enter that state of, okay, my God, I got to create something again. Right. And so it's almost like another, like a little mini depression. And if you don't have something that's as good as the last thing, then maybe you start getting kind of wondering like, well, am I as good? Am I going to do something good again? That's, right. that's, I was just making that analyzation while I was listening. No, it's true. So it's, so the funny thing is, so we talk about like, like this Ganesh guy, like in street art is, um, you know, I have told myself that I, that it sucks that, I, that this, I, this guy is lame and I put him away and I'm going to only do a whole new art series. And then I was at um, Risk's house, you know, his studio, at uh, the other day, and he does one with a Buddha. I'm like, dude, that looks like my guy, but it's a Buddha. I mean, you know, they're both, they look, you know, two different gods. And I'm like, so you, you do this, like, now? It's like something you do? And he's like, oh, yeah, that's fucking bitch. And I'm like, oh, dude, I'm getting my, my mom, I'm, I'm going to bring my guy over. And then we'll, we'll do one together, whatever. But the point is, is like, I'm realizing like, holy shit, like this is current, this is cool. Like people like it. And, and I was talking to Eddie the other day and he's like, dude, it's so rad. And so I, I kind of like, like you said, like I destroyed it on my own and, be, and no one told me that it sucked all on my own. I, did, I was like, well, this sucks. I'm not doing it anymore, you know? But it, but it helped me evolve to do other things too. You know, I mean, I, 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 I want to work on, on, you know, just doing art. So like, I mean, so kind of to wrap it up where I'm at today is I just want to do art today. Like I want to like this is the Buddha from Risk, by the way. Right, that, that's, that's a piece that he did. And this might even be recent because I think I was, I mean, it's, uh, because this 
this here is all done with the the end pieces of his canvases when because he he'll, he does a like like uh, most of my work is done on uh, pre-stretched canvases on like right one point five yeah uh, uh, it's, a, it's thickness like an inch and a half order like um, right. uh, box frames and and he does he'll just roll it out and and do it on a wall and then so at the end of his paintings he they trim them and those are all paintings uh, uh, trimmings of his paintings. And then he oh wow together, so those are all like I mean those that could be like twenty different things right there. That took yeah, forever, so, I you know, bet. Yeah, so every time he does a painting, he has the leftover pieces. From yeah, his yeah. You trim them to get framed, like yep. he just he just started cutting them up in little pieces, and then he wove them together, and that's the substrate. Then he does a painting on top of that, so it's really cool that that that's not just that's not just you know like some squares those are all like that could be like knees ten different paintings you know that somehow you know he's woven together and i mean they're not it's it's they're already like recycled the recycled piece almost yeah, basically. i mean it's really cool it, 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 you know about that but anyway so how did Ganesh, you meet risk he did a piece of me uh huh how did you meet risk same time like 90s <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice, nice. He had a clothing company. A crazy and time that yet, you, you know, there's so many creative. Probably, yeah, it was probably like, I don't know, I mean, I don't know, 93, 94. I mean, I mean, because Danny, Danny Boyd, you know, at parties, he'd come over. He, he had, he had a, a hip hop clothing company called, uh, shit, I forget every time. Um, not Harvard. Um, it was a big hip hop uh, uh, clothing company. But even back then, uh, everyone was kind of like on board with it. What the heck was it called? Uh, where, shit, I should know what it is. But anyways, it, it was a hip hop clothing company that he had. And uh, uh, so anyways, so, so yeah, so, so I knew, knew him from that, but I knew, I knew he, he was always on graph. I mean, he, he's, he's that guy. Nice, man. I, I, you know, I, I would love, one day hopefully we can have like Risker, some of these guys on to, uh, with you to tell a little bit more about um the, the stories from back then man yeah, we totally did, right. I'll, I'll get to the info i mean i mean i know he's gonna do he's doing we'd love to do it with you man i mean when we have you on again on the podcast yeah, we're we've been doing a lot of really fun stuff together recently um you know um we, we've been i mean just kind of we, well, we haven't been collaborating on stuff I, i've been also you know i just finished working with this guy ruben roja on, on, on some collaborations. oh yeah the guy that does the loves you're the, fire earth love a lot right basically I, I did two i, I built two uh, sculptures for him and i think we might be working on a third I and mean, they're very large sculptures nice, of his, of, nice. Of, i love that guy yeah he's super, have him on super, too man I, I would love to get to know him because i see his work yeah, quite a bit around, know, he, man. he's he's you know he he's he, he comes up from a different angle um but you know it it, it, it has to be um as far as I'm concerned, it, you know, it, it's it's recognized as an artist doing what 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 uh what he does. You know, it's just yeah. from, from a, a different absolutely angle. It creates a lot of a lot of beautiful artwork. People love seeing. Yeah, like, I mean, you know, I mean, I think you know, with the street art, you know, as I've explained to some people, like, you know, like I see the seventh letter behind you. You know what I mean? You know, and and, and for, for me personally, it's like, look, it, it's if you want to use it. <coughs> speaking it's like a motorcycle club you got like these big boy one percent clubs and one percent clubs is the one percent 
of motorcycle riders. They're not enthusiasts. They're motorcycle, the 1%. They're, they're the guys that, this, they, this is life. This is life. Lifestyle, this is it. The other 99% of people are enthusiasts. They don't care about them. So a guy rides by, you know, a, a club or a club member, and he's dressed wearing Sons of Anarchy. I mean, it's frowned upon, but, you know, this not, you see guys drive by, and they have, like, these vests on with a skull that looks like something, but they're not in a club. They might look like a club. They're trying to dress like a club. They, they, they want to have, like, all the chains and the fringe or whatever the nonsense they're, they're wearing and a big knife. They don't care about them. And it's kind of like, if you think of it like street art, there's like guys that are like, they're in crews and there's a lot of different crews and all around the world. And that's their crew and they battle and they do what they do. And some guys just write only. There's different kinds of artists, just like all those different kinds of artists. So when you start talking about street art and crews and stuff like that, it's about respect and whatnot. But mostly you're not even on the radar. If you're doing street art and you're just bringing love and art and bitching shit that people are seeing and you're selling it all day long, no one cares about that either. But then you get a good controversial conversation about someone like, um, what's it, Terry. Terry Quetta, Mr. Brainwash. I love that guy, knowing him. I knew him before he was, I didn't even know who we, I didn't find out who that guy was until I watched Exit to the Gift Shop, which I didn't want to watch. So I didn't see that till 2011. 2010. Okay, huh? I don't think I saw it until maybe 2013. Maybe. Yeah. How did you get? How did you meet Terry? I met Terry um, probably back when I was 17 again. So I mean, 18. I was, I was probably no, no, no. I probably met him also in like 1990-91. But Terry wasn't hanging around any of the graffiti guys or anything of that nature at all. At least uh, that I was aware of. He he was he's French, and right. there was a French restaurant called Levion. Oh no, it was called Louis the Fourteenth on La Brea. Um, but you know where that movie theater, like off of I guess off of Melrose, there's a movie theater. They might still be there. There was a movie theater, like an old one, like no one. Not a oh wait, yeah, store. yeah, I know. You know, it'd be like one of those like old ones, and just like the front, the, the storefronts there. I don't know if it's still there. But right. but a the really cool restaurant. It was called Louis the Fourteenth, and it was happening. It was because it was like the Euro scene was really big, like in like like the, like nineteen ninety. Like you know, like there was no Starbucks back then. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like, so if you went to like a like a cool place that had like cappuccinos, like in a glass, like clear glass, and you see like like the it just it was a whole nother thing, like paninis and this whole Euro thing, and like cheese and and you know like like cheese and like a cheese plate, like something that's real common today that you would get like a cheese plate with meat and something like on a piece of wood with olives. That was boards, that right? not happening like that. Charcuterie board or something like that. Yeah, but. it was really, really hip and wine. I mean, I, I would go there and drink wine. I was not into wine and shit. It was like, cool, you get wine. And, but he, he like, he was best friends with, with like the owner. And there's another, and then there was a nightclubs called Le'Veon Rose. And I think I worked the door there or something. And there was, it was a club scene. So the French, like the French guys in Europe, and a lot of European people were all like very mixed into the, the scene, like, like who was who. And, and so I see him around all the time, but I don't remember him having a camera or anything. So when I saw, <laughs> so when I, so now cut to oof, uh, 
15 years, 14 years later, you know, and I'm, I'm doing street art, I'm doing all things I'm doing. And I didn't want to watch, it's not that I didn't want to watch it. I didn't, it's just people like, you gotta, I guess it's people are telling me what to do. Like, you gotta see this, man. You gotta see this exit of the gift shop. I'm like, nah, I'm cool. I mean, cause I didn't want like anything to like met, like to like all of a sudden, you know, soon I'm doing like, you know, like that way if I did a kid with a balloon floating over the Berlin wall, no one would say I copied him, you know. Uh, but, but, uh, but, but uh, so, so here I am watching it and I'll never forget, um, I was on a date and, and, and we, it was like, I don't know what, what it was on, but it was on the, you know, we ordered on TV or somehow it was on the TV. And I remember watching like, oh, this is cool. This is cool. And all of a sudden Terry came on and I flew to the edge of the sofa. I was more excited about him than anything. I was like, that's Terry. Oh my God. Like, oh my fucking God. Like, what the fuck is he doing? I'm like, why? Who? What? Like, I was like, oh my God. And I remember the guy with the, with the camera that the, the wee pacing he would do. Cause I'd see that yeah. around Rose. Right. And I, I didn't know it was him. And I didn't even know it was brainwashed. I just knew it was just some guy with a camera, like, a, a, you know, like this film, like I remember seeing it, you know, very clearly, uh, you know, Oliver Melrose, uh, this guy with, the, with like this film canister kind of like filming, but I didn't know it was Terry at the time. And uh, I was super excited. And so after watching that whole thing, and then I'm being interviewed by other, like, uh, you know, I'm, being, <laughs> I'm like, oh, nobody. So when I was being interviewed all the time, you know, no, but I was being interviewed quite a bit back then, you know, and, and people would ask me, that was like a very controversial I think, thing that you'd be asked in a, in a uh, Q and A session, like, so what do you think about uh, Exodus of the Gift Shop? And do you think this is like, is he a sellout? And I mean, I get all these questions, you know. And at the time, I was like, no, I think he's like a genius, man. I go, I go, like, I mean, the guy was like, I mean, he did it. Like, I don't care how you, I don't care how you get there. I don't care how you get from A to Z. If you're there, like, what are you like? Oh, he didn't what? He didn't what? He, he, <laughs> what? What do you need to do? He, he didn't. He didn't like uh, get chased by the cops enough. He didn't go to jail. Like, you know, like, I mean, oh, he didn't get a felony. Like, what, what does that mean? Like, what, 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 what's, what does that mean? But everyone want to know, what do you think, Aaron? What do you think? I mean, just, I'm like, what do I think? I think he's fucking cashed in and the movie's fucking amazing. Like, yeah. The movie's like fucked up on drugs and he's like crying. He's falling over. It was like, this is like the, it's like the best thing I ever saw. I forgot all about, he stole the movie. I forgot all about like, like who like bank banksy who fuck banksy like this guy this guy's like was like amazing like just as 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 how it went down he stole the show like so this so for me like to see this documentary how like how it was i mean it was like the lion king for me or, or the whatever it's called what's it called thing what is it you know what I'm talking about what is yeah. it king or lion, lion man? Oh, the tiger king the tiger, tiger king. shows shows how much i paid attention <laughs> no, you know what? I love it, man. We, we're almost hitting two hours, so I, you know what? We want to invite you back for sure next time, oh, man. Yeah. And we would love for you to bring one of your guests, man, and you yeah, know, have sure, this. Sure. I was gonna honestly, I was gonna do it today. I was gonna do it at Kelly's house today, but like as you see, the the last time that the, the internet was kind of uh, sketchy. Oh and, yeah, it was. And it could be, and this is a great interview because like I'm, I'm, you know, I didn't want to be there, and all of a sudden it's like there's some. Shenanigans go in the background, so I have to, like move to another place, and that's what happened. There was like, so, like they were doing their live. Like I picked a bad day. Yeah. I realized it was. I think it just seemed like there was like, stuff going on. But uh, it's great yeah, because it's this honored, time honored. it's over Zoom, and next time maybe if this whole COVID thing is over, and uh, we can actually do it in the studio together, we'll have a whole sound crew. Shout out to our crew. 
Fantastic. Uh, yeah, we can we can bring the setup out to Kelly's place out in Thousand Oaks. I think super awesome. So you so you're saying like when this fake thing's over? We, we, <laughs> no, I said when this whole thing is over. <laughs> oh, that's fine. I thought you said when this fake thing's over. Oh no, trust me, I, I'm not I'm not one of those uh, uh, hoaxers, basically. You know what I mean? But I do wish it was over. You know, it might have been a Freudian slip. <laughs> you guys, you guys already had Thrashbird on. Sure. Uh, we have we haven't had Thrash yet, but we we talked about him many times on this podcast. Basically, we'll talk about uh, all time behind his back. <laughs> no, no, we 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 you know everything uh, is positive that we usually say or. I'm totally teasing. I have no. That's one thing about me. I wrote everyone knows. I tease all the time. I have I have not have any enemies. I don't. You know, I don't. I don't. I don't play that shit. You know, I, I, we love I, that man you're on the same no, wavelength everyone's positive i teach about thrash because he, he's very political and i actually what he talks about is technically over my head so i don't really i can't debate really stuff because i'm not i like <laughs> rather paint little men <laughs> little green guys, green guys. Uh, give like, them the finger fuck right well, fuck covid <laughs> everyone be safe thank you so much thank Pleasure you garen I'll see you guys again. Garen, thanks again, man. Look forward to having you on next time. Thank hey, you, everybody. Hey, where can we find you, Garen? Oh, thank you so much. Um, my name is Garen. It's G-U-E-R-I-N. And my last name is Swing, S-W-I-N-G. You can Google me and find me all kind, like everything on me. Yep. Google, um, Instagram, Facebook. I don't really go on Twitter, but it's there. And it's, and it's GarenDesign.com. You can find me. And if you just pretty much put in Garen Swing, G-U-E-R-I-N, S-W-I-N-G. You can find out everything about me and more. Thank yep, you so much, Gary. And you know what? Like I said, we'd love to invite you back, so can't wait to talk to you next time, okay? Yeah, I'd love, love to come in and be live, like, actually in the studio. Hell yeah. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for listening in. Appreciate you guys, and uh, take care and stay safe out there. Love awesome. you guys. Peace. Later. Peace. Awesome. And in the